The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Gentlemen, a horrible gamers podcast show number 270 being recorded on August the 17, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez. Jesus Rock Scott Spain. I'm joined by my friend from Ohio, the Mayo. Steve, the Mayo is back. Welcome. What's up, man? How's it going? Mighty fine, sir. Mighty fine. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, today we do not have the Gunny Chief. He is somewhere. Doing something. Did he did he go to Great America? Where the fuck did he go today? I, I think it was. I think he's He's doing the Great America thing again. Gunny Gunny always goes to Great America. Every year he goes to Great America like ten times, I feel like. Like he must live around the corner from that fucking theme park. Because he goes <laughs> there like ten times a year, I swear. <laughs> Anyways, Gunny Chief is not here today, ladies and gentlemen. But we have a special guest machine. Woo! From Ohio, we have Snickersnee. Woo, welcome! Hey, thank you. How you guys doing? Did I say your name right? Yeah. Yep, oh, see, I'm pretty good at that shit. Mm, yeah. Fuck You're you. on it. That's right. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you for coming thank on. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for having me. People, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Horrible Gamers. You can leave us a review on iTunes. You can also join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. Or Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Horrible Gamers. Yeah, join that. How about that, huh? How about that? It's a closed group. So that means anything you post in the group is not visible by people that are not part of the group. Also, you can like the page Horrible Gamers Podcast. And there's a link in the page to the group. Also, we post links to the show on the page. And sometimes announcements that we have something special to announce or whatever the fuck. We post it on there. And... You can leave reviews on the page as well. So, go do that. Go like the page is what I'm saying. Go do that now. Anyways, Patreon is where you can go and support the show with the monies. The money! Woo! You can give us money, and we appreciate your money. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Horrible Gamers. That's right. We like money. Jonathan Hall has given us the money. Alan Maybe, Evan Tanaka, John Jerome, Adam Sunday, Dirty Bike, Robbie Wheat, David Steiner, Brian Capessa, The Mayo, Jonathan Arcelo, Porkchop Pooh, Bo Sassone, Jesse Kraft, Henley M, Subbader, and Native Lives Matter. Thank you for supporting the show with the monies. Mm, yeah, fuck yeah. And do, we, do we have an update on the drawing? Well, the drawing, see, we, we won last week. Our friend... Uh, uh, John Jerome, he won, right? He won last week. Yes. But he doesn't want the gift card. I don't know about the sticker. You should hit him up about that. But he does okay, not. Yeah, so want... I'll definitely hit him up on the sticker. I, I don't know. He said he doesn't want the gift card because what the show has brought to him and the community has brought to him is enough. Oh. Very, Very thoughtful nice. person. Yeah, so he said to give it to the next person who wins the next giveaway. So. I, I guess the next person who's going to win is going to get $50. Woo! So there Ooh. you go. There you go. And when nice. are we going to do that drawing? It up. Next month. Yeah. So there you go, people. Anyways, 
Our intro song is done by Fallon and Twisted. It's called The Breakout. Our intro song is done by Broke Freed. It's called Night Owl. And let's get to the video games because I'm tired of talking about not video games. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to video games, guys. Mm, yeah. Leo, why do you keep looking back? Why are you, are you scared of something going on there? Somebody opened the door, didn't they? I might, do I need to call the police? Blink twice. I know we're good. We got we got some background noise going on back here. Do you feel yeah. safe in your household? Yeah. Do you feel safe right now? Yeah, I think I'm okay. Blink okay. if you cannot say that you don't feel safe. Right. I'll give you like two blinks if it's, <laughs> it's dangerous here. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Anyways, anyways, people, that's right. You can do all that stuff there where we said you gotta go to anyways anyways time for video game talk and let's talk about what we've been playing this week people i played some games you played some games and let's talk about them i played a game this week mayo i I played a game (laughs) yes yeah so i played some apex legends Mm, yeah oh yes so our friends over at apex legends they uh, decided to uh Bring out an update to the game that brings solos in event mode for yeah. the next two weeks to the game. <laughs> With this event mode, there is a special tier loot of packages you can buy and or earn. Um, the so why did you start off with buy? I feel right away that you're starting off with buy for a reason. Well, buy because it's most likely you're going to buy them than earn them. It's very hard to earn them. To earn them, you have to like get these crowns, and the crowns turn into currency that, that buys the packs. <laughs> to get the crowns, you have to do some challenges. For example, you must place top five 25 times. So it's not top five. I thought it was top five in solos 25 times, but apparently it's top five in any mode. So I'm assuming like if you play squads, it's probably way easier yeah. to get top five. I- I think the first time you need to win, you need to be in top five solo, and then that unlocks okay. the remaining 24 times okay. in any match. Yeah, so I, I did the yeah. first one solo, because I got like to number three in solo, and then it like unlocked that, and then it was like, okay, now you can do it the next 24 times in whatever mode. Yeah. Also, yeah. you have to do 25,000 damage to unlock a pack. That's another one of the challenges. And there's another challenge where you have to... Uh, I forget what it was, like get headshots or something or get knockdowns or something in solos. It says in solos you have to do something as, it's not a specific character, it's just you have to do something. Like, oh, you got to run the gauntlet, a fucking gauntlet, the the, the new, yeah. like the little updated to the, the map area they did over there for Octane. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got the gauntlet uh, wh- there. What it is, is you have to jump over one of those hoops. Yeah, hoops, I just haven't wearing done that. A, wearing a freaking uh, armor, armor, body armor. Yeah, I, I haven't done that yet. I, Mayo told me to run the course, and I ran the course, and it didn't unlock it for me. So I got to find the hoop. I got to go there when, like, the circle's kind of far away, I guess, or something. I don't know. But I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna go and try that sometime, maybe with the squad, because someone can watch my back while I do that stupid shit. Um, anyways, I've been playing some of the solo mode. The solo mode is really difficult, people. <laughs> like, I get in there, man, and... And these guys that are the champions, they have like 30,000 kills. And, and I'm like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> like, holy shit, how am I going to fight this guy? Um, I noticed that the the main favorite that people are rocking in the solo mode is Bloodhound. There's obvious reasons why people are using Bloodhound. Uh, he's very easy. You can track people. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Like right. if you run into a room and somebody's been there before, you can see their fucking footsteps and they're like, oh, they went this way. They went this way. They did this. They opened this door. So people are using Bloodhound quite a bit. And um, personally, I've been trying to use Lifeline. Uh, she's not that good for solos. Uh, she's more of a squad player. Um, she does heal up faster than the other players, but I mean, if you find a backpack, you're going to do that anyways. So it doesn't really make much of a difference. Uh, I would suggest using Bloodhound or Octane. Uh, is it Octane? I'm seeing a Octane. lot of Octane and a lot of Wraith. Wraith Bloodhound and Octane. Too. Wraith, Octane, and Bloodhound I would use definitely because they all can run really fast and get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Like, like Well, yeah, the Octane. Bloodhound especially because I've noticed that in, in Solos people hide a lot. Yeah. You know, you walk into a room and somebody's sitting on a crate and it will let you, light you up. <laughs> They're stealing the PUBG crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much like like the game has gotten so slow-paced playing solos. It is, like the other day I was playing a match and like I said, I got to the top three and it, it took forever. Dude, I'm like, dude, like this is almost the last circle. Like nobody like... Like we like there's three of us alive and the map is fucking huge. What would happen? You know what I mean? Like, we got yeah. we got this whole area to hide in and like it's ridiculous because we're all hiding in like this huge area of the map. It's like this is fucking nuts. And they do try to speed it up a little bit, but because like when you first get there with the with the plane when you're first jumping off, the circle's already closing in into a certain area. So they're they are trying to speed it up a little bit. But I feel like that mode takes way too long, and there's it's too campy, man. It to me, Apex is not about camping, and some people are just doing that. Like the other day, I was playing, and I ran into this house. Like I was trying to run away from another dude who was fucking me up. So I like I was able to get away from this person. I completely like lost him. I like did, did all these crazy fucking maneuvers and zip lines and fucking sliding and doing all this crazy shit, jumping over shit, and I get into this fucking house, and what happens? What happens? Fucking gas goes off as soon as I open the door. The fucking <laughs> asshole fucking dude Caustic was right there. <sighs> as he was standing on top of like the building, like on top of this fucking crate thing in the middle of the room. As soon as I kicked the door open, the kicked off the gas so my character got stunned, right? And they're like, holy shit. <laughs> and I'm like, holy fuck, I can't see. <laughs> so I'm just shooting them around like in circles. I'm like fucking trying to shoot. Them. I don't know where the fuck this guy is. I go across to the other side of the room and boom, the other gas trap goes off. And then he drops another one right in front of me. And I'm like, you fucking asshole, dude. Like, I, I, I hit him a few times, but he just killed me because I'm like, fuck, you know, I was stuck in that room. And I did not even expect that to happen, but I guess I should have known better. Like, people are going to do that. <laughs> no, but, you know, you that. can't really predict that. You're not going to predict what, which freaking little house you can go through and not run into somebody so you were just running for, away from from a yeah, dude because this dude was sniping me from that uh the cage and the cage you know where the cage is that big tower thing yeah he was on top and i was shooting at him and i was i was trying to outrun the circle into the into the circle i was trying to get into the zone the, the zone was closing in on me so i'm shooting at this guy <laughs> and i'm assuming the the caustic dude must have heard a shooting or something and he must have just dropped the traps and was like well, i'll wait here for these guys because he was like, that house that he was in, or that building that he was in, was like a little bit inside the circle, off to the left of the cage. So like, I completely dodged this dude who was sniping me from like, this tower, to just go into this room and get killed by this guy. I was fucking pissed, dude. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was fucking mad. <laughs> but anyways, Apex Solos, it's cool. Um, so let's talk about the, the, the crates. So there's 25 crates you can unlock. They're part of the crown event. I think that's what they're called, the... 
crown revenge or whatever the fuck it is the solos mode um these 25 crates are guaranteed to give you an exclusive item to the event so they're guaranteed to give you like an exclusive weapon skin exclusive armor exclusive skin for your whatever the fuck you have your background or banners or whatever they're guaranteed to give you something exclusive to that event so you can buy these crates for seven thousand credits you can just buy it outright you can just go in there and say like i just want to buy the crates i just want to buy them all and uh so yeah they they will cost you seven thousand credits not much is seven thousand credits guys i don't fucking know how much how much money it's is about that? seven dollars uh, seven. Th- I mean, seven thousand gold coins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think really? it's a, yeah, I think it's about one thousand dollars. Really? No way. I, I think so. No fucking way. There's no way a thousand. Well, I read. I read. It's written an article on this kind of topic. It was uh, like you could buy a, a crate, like an open for uh, seven dollars, and then you could buy the skin for like eighteen if you wanted to outright get the skin. But, I'm going to look at the coin packs right now. Look at oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 1,250 so, 1, credits is $10. <laughs> so, 125 <laughs> credits for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so, like, yeah, you need 7,000 to unlock the 25 crates. So, it says here also there's a new, I guess we can just talk about this real quick. This is an article that just came out. Um, so, with this new event, um, you can unlock a virtual axe. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is, says here that Raven's Bite is an heirloom quality melee weapon added as a part of the Apex Legends Iron Crown Collection event. Heirloom is the highest tier of items in Apex Legends. So it says here you expect the axe to be pretty expensive, but it says here that Raven's Bite is going to cost you about $170. Uh, so, yeah. So this is what it happens. It says here, the Iron Crown Collection contains 24 other rare and legendary quality items the players can unlock. Uh, in order to sink your, your teeth into Raven's Bite, you first have to unlock every other item in the collection <laughs> to then Jeez. unlock Raven's Bite. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they did this on purpose. That's why I said you have to kind of buy your way into this fucking loot that they have going on. Because, yes, technically you can earn them and you can win them. But if you're just an average player that's not getting constant oh. wins or constant kills or constant challenges or you don't have all data stats, stay up and play video games because that's all you do, you know, fucking play Apex all day. You. You're going to fucking not be able to do this. Um, well, the article I read, too, is you can only unlimit, unlock a max of, like, two of the skins, I think, and you have to buy the rest. Uh, so the article uh, I said was saying you had to spend $170 to even be able to get to the, the axe. So it says here you can, you can pick up two of the loot boxes, like two of the crown Iron Crown loot boxes from in-game challenges. Like I said, there's the one that you have to do 25,000 damage. And then there's the other one that's tied to, like, getting so many kills or so many wins or whatever. So you can unlock two crates by playing the game. To Holy unlock shit. to unlock the rest, you have to, pay, you have to pay about $7 per crate. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to make a quick correction to what I said earlier. Um, 1,000 coins costs $9.99 straight from Origin. 2,000 coins costs $20. 4,040, 6,060, and 10,000 coins. 
$100. So yeah. you get some bonus. And then if you have Origin Access or Origin Premiere, you get 10% off of it. But this is not just it, dude. Say you go, right? Say right now you go and you buy the 10,000 coin pack for 100 bucks, right? And you buy all the packs. 7,000 coins, you buy all the packs. Mm-hmm. You still have to buy more coins because when you unlock Raven's Bite, you don't unlock the melee weapon itself. You unlock the ability to purchase it with coins <laughs> in the <laughs> <Yes>. store. <laughs> so you have to pay... So you you pay for the crates to unlock and besides the say you say you somehow get the two for free in the game, you pay to unlock the twenty three of the other ones that are left. You unlock all the items, you have all the things to unlock Raven's bite, and you're like excited, you're like, Yes, I got everything. And then the game's gonna tell you, Well, now you have to give us thirty five hundred gold coins to unlock this weapon. <laughs> Holy That's shit. another 10, 20, 30 bucks. The fucking definition about. of a ripoff. So, mm. yeah, people did the math here on Kotaku and they said it's roughly like if you're just paying for everything, it's probably going to be around 170 bucks that you end up paying. For, for an axe skin. Well, you get all the other items too, Mayo. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right, true. But yeah, still. But it doesn't do anything. Or is it just like punching? It's people? just, it's just like you still, you're still hitting people. It's like a, it's like instead of punching people, you pull out this fucking weapon and hit them with it. But it still does thirty damage, right? It doesn't do still anything. Does, it still does the same thing. Yeah, there's no, no, like that, then. no special the damage. Type, right? Nothing. <laughs> uh, I think it is. Yeah, it's called Raven's Bite. I, I think everyone can use it. I'm not sure if it's tied to a certain character. Probably. Uh, I'm just. Wraith. I'm I, just, I would hope so. I can't it's been believe, $170 plus. I, I can't believe that it's like that. Could you imagine if it's locked to one character after you spend $170 on it? Oh my god. You can only use this on your worst <laughs> character. Go ahead. Right. You can have it on caustic. <laughs> it says here that even like big streamers now are like like Shroud and shit are saying that why would they even include this like during the stream he was like why the fuck would they include this weapon in the game to unlock because they tell you you can unlock it but you have to get everything else first to unlock it like so they're telling you okay you can unlock this cool looking thing but first you have to pay us to unlock all the other crates and then you have to pay us again (laughs) to unlock this skin (laughs) that's ridiculous dude that's only something ea would do right there yep Hello, and, EA. I, and I can't believe that Respawn is letting them get away with that. Like, how did Respawn look at this whole situation and look at this whole event and think, oh, yeah, we should really make it so where people have to pay us for all these crates. Then we'll let them unlock two of them. Fuck it. We'll let them unlock two. We'll be nice. But they have to really grind it out to unlock those two. And then we're going to fucking <laughs> make him pay for the rest, like 100 bucks, And then... We'll make him pay another thirty bucks for the, for the main weapon they want. That's some oh, bullshit, really? dude. I mean, respawn is just a EA little bitch, right? I mean, they are developer paid by the publisher EA to make a game, so I don't think they have too much of a say in that matter, really. Well, I mean, right. according to Vincent Pella, when they were making, he said when they were making Apex Legends, they kind of did it on their own. They huh. went because they went to EA and told EA like, "Hey, look, we have like." the next game you have was working on and then this game we're working on this battle royale game and like they said like vincent pella said that the executives at ea 
they didn't want to make Apex. They didn't want a battle royale. They didn't think it was going to work. They were like, no, 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 don't focus on the battle royale. Focus on this other game. So, like, Vincent Pilla apparently grabbed, like, a few of his team, like, his developers on his team or whatever, and, like, had them working on Apex Legends on the side, like a side project, like, alone, like, <laughs> like, like overtime, you know, like, hey, work on this shit on your overtime or whatever for free or whatever. And then finally when they decided to just show it to EA at the end when they had it done, EA was like, okay, fuck it, put it out, we'll see if it works. And they put it out, and it fucking became a hit. They weren't expecting that. <laughs> huh. So, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck, what the fuck is Respawn thinking, man? Like, this is ridiculous. This is... Hundred and fucking seventy dollars, dude. <laughs> yeah, but now now EA has probably has pretty much mostly control, probably. Unfortunately. Yeah, once they once they bought the rights to the game or paid for publishing of the game and you know finishing the game or whatever, I'm it just, probably that's where they took over and got the got the rights to it. Or uh, I'm not sure how it works, but I'm sure they, you know, they have control over what respawn respawn can do with the game. It's just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, the, axe, it really is. the axe looks kind of cool. It just looks like a little hatchet axe thing. <laughs> There's a picture of Bloodhound holding it right. <laughs> I can't believe that thing right there cost thirty dollars, dude. I can't <sighs> fucking believe it. That is insane. What was it called man. again? Uh, it's called uh, Raven's, Raven's butt. Bite. Oh, bite, not butt. Jesus will have it next week. <laughs> next week, I got Raven's Bite, guys. Woo! <laughs> I'll be doing all the emotes with Raven's bite. Mm, yeah, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like how you gotta buy all your your uh, season pass levels to keep up over there. You're gonna have Raven's bite too by the Raven's bite guys. Ooh, best game ever. <laughs> Apex Legends. <laughs> oh man, I know. Um, not it's me. Bloodhound exclusive. It's just for Bloodhound. Are you fucking oh. kidding me? They make you pay that much just for an exclusive for Bloodhound? That's what it looks like. What the fuck? Oh, you better play a lot oh of Bloodhound if you pay that much dude. for it. Oh That's my one god. Skin. My favorite character! Yes! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... I can't believe it that they really make it exclusive to one character and they make you pay that much fucking money. God, yeah, this is great. You know what? Ravens, Bloodhound, melee, weapon, skin, lock. I'm not going to support Respawn anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the last battle pass I buy from them. And it'll probably be I the was last say, time. I got this one, but not nothing afterwards, no. I, I feel like I'm done supporting them, man. After this season is over, I probably won't even play Apex ever again. I'm just... I can't stand for a company that can do that to their fucking customers. You know what I mean? Like, rip... Like, fucking... We pay for a battle pass. You give us an event, and you make us pay you a hundred dollars for that event. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we support you with our money already. We play your fucking game. We talk about your game. <laughs> <laughs> we get other people to play your game, and and you want us to pay a hundred bucks because of an event because of special skins you're dropping? You can fuck right off, respawn, and you too, EA. Fuck you, EA. I'll say it every fucking show. Fuck you, EA. Yeah! Back to PUBG. <laughs> Fuck PUBG. I'm going to Fortnite, guys. It's Fortnite oh, no. time epic. Woo! <laughs> you got to spend money on Fortnite, too, technically. Because <laughs> you're going to want all the skins, and then you're going to, you know. I want all the skins and all the battle passes in Fortnite. Woo! But see, Jesus Fortnite. going to be dressed up like a unicorn <laughs> running across the field. <laughs> you want to look for the snowman back? 
I'm just saying. I don't. I can't stand that, dude. Like, how are you gonna make people pay like that much money for a fucking little hatchet for one character? I thought it was for everybody. I thought that was bad. I did see like right before the show a quick little article saying uh, some of the people from EA were responding to that. So I don't know if they're going to make some kind of changes. Hopefully they'll oh, make some kind of change here in the next week or two. Hopefully they make a lot of fucking changes and stop fucking fleecing their people for all the money they can. Yeah. Hey, let us hang you upside down from this fucking rooftop and shake you down for all the fucking coins in your pocket because <laughs> fuck you, you know? <laughs> Anyways, moving on to some other games that I played. Fuck Apex. I'm never talking about Apex again. Fuck that game. Eh, Moving on now. <laughs> I played another game, guys. Whoa, what the hell was that noise? I played another game. I played some motherfucking... What the fuck did I play this week? Holy shit, I can't remember. Uh, oh, wait, No Man's Sky. Update came out Wednesday. Uh, that is the No Man's Sky latest update, which is VR. Uh, it adds mm-hmm. VR to all platforms, including Windows, Virtual... Windows mixed reality, mixed reality, <laughs> yeah. yeah. WMR Windows mixed reality headsets, Oculus, Vive, and PlayStation VR. All of them get pretty, pretty legit VR support with full motion control support. So any controllers that come with the Oculus, the Vive, the Index, the PSVR, the Windows mixed reality, all that, all the controllers you come with, those that are the move controllers, you need to move your hands around in them. Those are all supported mm-hmm. by the game, which is pretty interesting. And um, So I decided to play it on my PSVR the other day. And uh, me and Jonathan got together. And it was kind of tricky at first because I, I didn't know how to turn on the VR mode. I turned the game on and I turned my headset on. And I was like, where the fuck? <laughs> where the fuck is the VR? This doesn't look like VR. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in a game like in the PSVR, when, you, when you're playing the game, Say I'm playing like Spider-Man with my VR headset. It doesn't show it in VR, obviously, because it's not VR supported. So it shows like a big screen, like a flat screen in my face. Okay. And that's so what it's this like looked a big like. Giant movie theater yeah, screen so kind this, of thing. This is what this looked like, and I was like, "This is not." I was like, "Is this the VR support that we're talking about? This is not VR support. This is like letting you play it with like a big screen or something. Like it makes no sense." So what I did is I restarted the game while my headset was on. I, you have to turn on your headset first and then restart the game and then that then that fucking turns on the VR mode. So then it shows you in the game, it shows you like starting off. Unfortunately, I had to start a new game, like a new save, because I've deleted my old save like fucking 50 years ago. So I had to start a new one. And uh, so, I, so I ended up starting a new one and I was trying to invite Jonathan into my game. And I couldn't. <laughs> and then Jonathan invited me into his game. So then I went into his game. And then somehow our audio got fucked up where, like, he couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear him. I think he muted himself or he left the party or something. I don't know what happened. And then he would come in and cut out. And then shit was being weird. Anyways, starting that game in VR from the beginning is really fucking hard. Because, you know, if you ever played the game before, you start off with that... When your ship is like crashed on a, on a planet or something, random planet, your ship's crashed there, and you gotta find all the stuff to repair it. So, <laughs> in the VR mode, you have to pull out the gun from your back, like you have to reach to your back and pull out your little blaster thing, and and then like you use your left hand 
to pull up menus like you tap on the back of your left hand or you tap on the gun or you tap on the wrist of your right hand to pull up other menus and like refill inventories and it's kind of really tricky man um it's really hard to explain <laughs> in just speaking about it you know what i mean it's really difficult to explain because you have to really see it to understand what i'm talking about so you just see your floating hands you see your, your your hands you pull out your blaster you put your gun away you put it like you have to reach back behind <laughs> your back and put it away then you like pull up your menus you have to pull up like i said on your wrist pull up your, like your map you can pull up uh, intercoms, like if you want to, like if there's somebody in the game talking to you, like an AI or whatever in the game is talking to you, an NPC, you can pull up your intercom and talk to them. Um, so me and Pen finally ended up getting together <laughs> after like a long time. We ended up restarting the game, and I just joined his game, and he was in creative mode. So it's really cool in VR. I would suggest you just go into creative mode. Fuck playing the regular game. Just go into the creative mode because creative mode just lets you explore with everything unlocked. You don't never have to worry about health. You never have to worry about food, about shields, about about anything. Like, you don't have to fucking craft anything. Like, you just pull up the menu, and if you need something, you just put, like, I need a fucking shield battery, and you just put it on your fucking guy. It's like, you now have maximum shields or whatever. Like, I need a, a super shield for my ship because we're in a hazard zone. You put it on your fucking spaceship right away and you're good. You can spawn like little rovers and little vehicles that are on the land. So you pull up these like landing pads. You you, you put them down in the fucking world that you're in. <laughs> and me and Pin put down like 20 of them on this planet. We're like, dude, if somebody shows up to this planet one day, they're going to be like, where the fuck are all these things left here? <laughs> Just fucking landing pads everywhere. But pretty much these things, what they do is they spawn in vehicles. Like one of them is like a big like... Like a big, like, Tonka truck, dude. <laughs> this thing's fucking huge. It has, like, eight wheels. It's fucking huge. It's like a Tonka truck. And then I jump in mine, and he jumped in his, and we were just driving around the planet on these Tonka trucks. Just, just, and we're like, oh, shit, this is fucking crazy. And Penn was like, yeah, dude, this is fucking awesome. We're just hauling ass to the fucking planet. Another one was, like, these little motorcycle-looking things. They look like little motorcycle bikes. Uh, we were hauling ass on those, and then we ended up... I ended up falling into a cave. <laughs> I couldn't get out of it. And then we spawned in, like, every vehicle. We spawned in the rover, like, this little rover-looking vehicle. It was, like, a Mars rover or something. We spawned in one of those. We were driving around in that. Um, you can also spawn in a submarine. So, like, if you go underwater, because with this new update, I think the last update even, you can go underwater and see creatures underwater. So me and him, since we have unlimited health, we were just going under the ocean. And, like, on this planet, the water was red. We would go underneath, and we found these fucking, like, clams with pearls and we would steal the pearls out of them and all kinds of cool shit dude and <laughs> you could spawn a submarine so like if you like put a platform down underneath the ocean like on a flat surface you can like spawn in the submarine and you can drive around a submarine with your buddy like you get one and they get one and you just drive around in vr and it's pretty cool because you're inside the cockpit of the submarine in vr you know what i mean you get in this shit and yeah. you're in there and you like you see the screens, you see the depth, you see, like, the planet, the type of planet you're in, the temperature, the water, all this shit around you. You're just driving around this little submarine. Um, one of the hardest things for me was the flying. Because <laughs> uh, with the I was playing with the move controllers, and with the move controllers, like I said, um, you have to grab the throttle with your left move controller. So you, you grab it, and you pull the trigger to, like, grip it. So you grip the throttle, you push that forward with your left hand, 
And then with the right hand, you have to like press the trigger on it to like grab onto the to the stick, you know, to like fly the fucking plane or whatever. And as you're taking off, this thing is ridiculously hard. It's like, holy shit, they made this so fucking hard. And then it took me a bit, but after like five or ten minutes of me fucking crashing and blowing up and all this crazy shit, I finally got the hang of it. And then I tried to switch to the controller because Penn kept telling me, like Penn Point Red, Jonathan Hall, he kept telling me, he's like, dude, the controller's so much easier. Just try the controller. It's easy. And I tried the controller and I was like, dude, I can't, I couldn't fly for shit in the controller. Hmm. I'm like, I can't. Wait a minute, just, just in VR or in general? In VR. In, the, in, the game. in VR, okay. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I yeah, can't, it's, it's I can't fucking like... fly. I can't fucking fly. He's like, what do you mean you can't fly? I'm like, I'm like on, on ground, on foot, I can be on foot with the controller. I can easily pull up my inventory and all that shit. It's, it's easy with the controller. But like to to like fly the plane with the controller was impossible. I like, I... <laughs> Penn was just laughing at me because he's like, dude, what are you doing? Where are you going? My fucking spaceship was upside down, fucking flying <laughs> across the surface. I'm like, I can't control it. He's like, what, what do you mean you can't control it? I'm like, dude, I can't. Like, I, my brain isn't working. Like, it got used to, like, having to push the throttle and use a joystick or whatever to move, the, to fly the plane that I just, all of a sudden, I can't use thumbsticks. Like, I can't use them. <laughs> I wonder. It's I wonder if it's something to do with the move controllers a little bit too, because I've actually had the opportunity to play some VR on the Oculus, yeah. and uh, I didn't have too many issues with it. It actually felt pretty natural. But what I what I did find too on the on the throttle, you could actually let go of it. So once you push yeah. the cord, you could lock it at a speed, and then you had that hand free, and then you were just controlling your your whatever way you wanted to fly with the other with yeah. your right hand. That's pretty cool. But the the other question I have for you: Did you try? How did you move in yours? Did you try changing it in your options? Yes. So, like by default, like every VR game that I've played on the PSVR, the movement is jumping, like teleporting. Teleporting. Yes. That's the that's the default movement. Mostly in every VR game that ever comes out, that's the default movement. There's been a few that's a little bit different. I think most are like that, and everything has that snap turning. Where you like, if you're turning, it snaps. You know what I mean? So it doesn't get you mm-hmm. sick or whatever. I completely turn that shit off right away. Because I feel like it's not immersive when you're in that mode, when you're like that. So I, I moved it to where you're walking smoothly, like you're just walking forward, and where you're smooth turning. I turned that on too, so like you just... It's like you're really walking and moving. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I Because I hate, I hate that snap fucking turning. Even like in Firewall Zero Hour... They had that snap turning, and I was like, this, this is fucking shitty. I hate doing this. Um, but yeah, real quick, you figure it out. Um, but the game is something to experience. Like I said, in VR, when me and Penn, we first didn't see any creatures, man. But when you first see, like, your first, like, a pack of, like, fucking animals <laughs> running around... It was like we were like in Jurassic Park, you know, like you remember the movie Jurassic Park and the first time they see like the big dinosaurs and they're like, just like, holy shit, like that's happening. That's how like I felt me and Penn probably looked like the fucking wearing our VR headsets. <laughs> we're like, holy shit, dude. We're like, they're fucking right there. And, and Penn was like, whoa, we were just like, <laughs> fucking, like little kids, dude. <laughs> this is a scale of it is pretty neat, like uh, like the different sizes, and you'll yeah, see little ones running like the, around, and you'll yeah, see big ones walking yeah, around. Yeah, we saw a bunch of baby ones, and we were like looking at them, and we're like, whoa. And then the big one came up to it, and we're like, whoa, this must be like the mom or something. But it was fucking crazy looking, like 
And it was the dad because he had a dick. <laughs> we were just running around. <laughs> we were like, I was just, we were just like in this crazy looking planet. And then we took off from there. We went to another planet. And this other planet was weird. Everything looked like, everything was a hexagon. Everything was hexagons. Like, everything was a hexagon. And these there was like these like domes and shit built out of hexagons. But they were all like, like holographic. Like they were like gold plated and shit and silver plated and and we're like, dude, this is a weird planet. And then, like, that planet made me feel weird. Like, I, I even told Penn, like, I feel like I'm seeing things, dude. And he's like, what do you, what do you, he's like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm like, I feel like I just saw an animal over there, and I ran there, and it wasn't an animal. It was one of these fucking hexagon fucking things. And he's like, dude, he's like, do you see the spaceship in the sky? I'm like, where? <laughs> so we were like both seeing shit. I feel like we don't know what the fuck was going on, but on this planet, we were like hallucinating or something. Because like he was like, "Yeah, dude, I just saw the spaceship fly right above us, and it went that way." And I'm like, "Pen, there was no spaceship that flew above us, dude. Like I did not see a spaceship fly above us." <laughs> and then uh, finally, like after I think it was after that planet, we were done playing. I mean, I was I had an earache this week. It didn't go away last week. I came back this fucking week with force. So, like, my ear was hurting, and I was, like, fucking feeling dizzy. I was like, this is fucking weird, man. Like, I'm I'm tripping out. I'm seeing shit. And, and I'm not starting to feel so good. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, it was just, the, I think it was just the way the planet was. It's just a trippy-looking planet, you know? And you're in there, and, and it's fucking weird to, like, you can get lost, dude. It's so big. The scale, you don't realize how big the game is. Like, like, the game is huge. You know that by playing it in 2D on a TV. But when you're in there and you're just walking on this planet, on the surface of this planet, and you're like, I could just go this way and, and walk that way forever. And like, when, when I did, the, I did the campaign part of it, like, like at the beginning, I haven't played it. I bought it when it first came out, and yeah. I've always kept it in my library, but I never really played it. Like, I just, I tried it once right away, didn't like it, and I never really went back to it. So I'm like, I'm just going to play it from the beginning. So I deleted the old save I had. And it had you like go find some parts. So it gave you like part of the main mission. And it was like on the part of the the planet that you go to. But it was it seemed like it was really far away and it took forever to walk over there. And it was actually kinda of, like kind of boring walking over there. Like I was gathering things on my way there, but it, it felt like it took like an extended amount of time just to get to where they wanted me to be. I feel like it didn't need to be that far apart at the beginning of the game. Because it's just kind of introducing you to stuff. Because I think I spent three hours maybe in the game, and I still don't have all the equipment unlocked. Like it gave me the visor. I don't remember the visor. You kind of yeah. touch beside your head, and it lets you scan the area, and you can see what kind of resources, and you can like lock them as a waypoint and stuff like that. So I had that, and then I think I got the ship going after that, and went to my first planet, and then I started building. I, I did the little local computer and started in the building and that was kind of messing me up too because in vr like i was putting walls down while i was doing it in a hurry and i didn't put one with a door and i was trying to figure out how to delete one of the walls and i couldn't figure it out it wasn't giving you a very good example and directions <laughs> but i finally got it but like it was just really weird because i was putting like walls like like two inches from my face so you're like seeing this giant wall so i had to kind of move back and yeah it took a little adjustment to get the feel for it but it's a cool update, though, man. Like I said, maybe you should try it in creative mode, man. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to. Because I think that's what that's the way I'm going to play this game from now on. It's just in creative mode. I'm just going to, like, just be an explorer. You know what I mean? Just, like, go planet to planet and see what the fuck I find without worrying about 
about the stupid sentinels, about having to die or anything like that. I don't have to worry about that. I just have everything I need. Fuck the fuck the story. I don't need a story. I make my own story. My story is I'm going to fucking fly around and see what I see and explore what I want to explore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's probably the best way to play it in VR. Because it's, it's overwhelming, dude. It's a lot of things you got to learn and a lot of things you got to keep track of. Uh, like, even playing it for the first few minutes that I did with uh, playing the story mode because it started a new game, that first planet that I spawned in was a hazardous planet. <laughs> and, like, right away, as soon as I spawned in, it's like, battery low, health low. You know, like yeah. the little, you know, little robot that talks to you? <laughs> Shields yep. are depleting. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, mine was, mine was hazardous also. It was like a red planet. Yeah, like a fucked up planet. <laughs> You're taking damage. She's like, what the fuck? what do i do <laughs> so like it's really overwhelming you know so i don't know if maybe i i think creative mode is probably the best way to do it i think jonathan had a good good idea by going into creative mode because he was like fuck that and like i said dude you can actually get to fuck around with all the things in the game like all the vehicles the the little things you can spawn and i don't have to worry about anything so that's cool yeah, it makes me want to try uh, Subnautica. I have access to Subnautica in VR, so I think that's oh, going to be nice. my next venture to see the two, see how they compare. Yeah. I wonder if Subnautica will make you feel sick because you're underwater. I don't know. The movement would be too slow. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll give you guys an update. Well, I'll try and get that in this week, and we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, let us know what, how that's like. I mean, I recommend people to play No Man's Sky. Um, does this completely change the game? For people that have VR, yes, because it gives you a new way to play the game. Completely new way to play the game. Um, it's nothing like playing it on a fucking TV screen or a monitor or anything like that. People people hate on VR. They don't understand it. But once you once you try it, it's like... It's a game changer. <laughs> it changes mm-hmm, everything. <laughs> Look at Mayo. It changed everything for him. <laughs> I don't know. He just went out and spent $400. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yes, breaking news. Yeah. I no longer have the Cadillacs VR. I went out and bought my own. So. Woo! <laughs> I spoiled it. Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> so, so I bought the S, the Oculus S, which is a little bit different than Caddy's. And okay. I'll, I'll hit on it more a little later on and All some right. of the, the pluses and the minuses on it. We'll talk about it when we get to your section here in a bit. Um, last games that I played this week was... Uh, what's the fuck with the last games that I played this week? I don't remember. What's the Epic oh. game? No, that epic game, yeah. <laughs> Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. So Rebel Galaxy Outlaw just released this, I believe it was Tuesday it released, um, exclusive to the Epic Store on PC, uh, PS4 and Xbox as well. I don't think it came out on Switch. Maybe, but I, I highly doubt that it did. Um, anyways, uh, I think this, the studio that made this game is called Double Damage. Uh, so shout out to them. Pretty awesome fucking game, man. Uh, I ended up paying the 30 bucks for it on, on Epic. Uh, and people are hating on this game because it's not on Steam. Typical fucking stupid-ass PC What? Gamers. Somebody would hate on a game because it's not on Steam. <laughs> stupid-ass PC fucking gamers. Anyways. <laughs> whiny little bitches is what I call them. Anyways, I won't uh, get into all that. I'll do last damn. week I went off. Last week I went off on those fucking Steam users talking shit to those guys that went yeah, to Yeah, I remember you saying last it pissed week me off, man. It really opinion. pisses me off. Don't start on it, Mayo. It pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. <laughs> Fuck you guys and fucking Steam dick suckers. Anyways, sorry. Anyways, 
Moving on here. Uh, so Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. I, I went and played this game. And dude, the game is fucking amazing. Uh, I gotta say, it's incredible. So you start off... It shows a little cutscene, and you don't really know what's going on. It shows like this, like, it's like this rock music starts fucking playing, and then like it shows this spaceship landing, and this chick walking through like a town. She goes into a bar, and she sits down at the bar, and you see this dude stand up, and he walks up behind her, and he grabs her and throws her across the counter, and punches her or something, and she likes, or like he grabs her and turns her around. She breaks a fucking glass on his face. And then he throws her down the counter and she pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. And the dude falls over. But then he stands back up because, like, the bullet grazed his fucking skull or something. And so she takes off running and gets on her spaceship. And and the dude is chasing her through space. And, like, there's, like this fucking music is playing. And they're shooting at her. And he's fucking shooting missiles at her. And then she somehow does something where she drops, like, this fucking trash or something. And makes him, like, lose sight of her or something. And then she ends up crashing because she crashes into this fucking asteroid and crashes into a planet. So then you start off the game where you're this chick. You're her, the chick that was running away from this dude. And you're talking to this, like, big frog-looking alien. And you're like, hey, motherfucker, I need a favor. Like, dude, I've done all this shit for you. Like, look, I just need this one favor. Let me get a spaceship. And the dude's like, well, do you have any money? And she's like, well, no, I don't have any money. You know what happened? Like, I don't have no money. And he's like, well... Okay, I'll give you one, but it's like my trash hauler. <laughs> like, that's literally what he called it. It's like a trash hauling fucking spaceship. He's like, that's the only thing I can give you just because I owe you, like, I owe you this one. So I'm going to give it to you. And he gives you, like, this junky-ass fucking looking, ugly square-looking spaceship. It looks like a spaceship out of No Man's Sky, honestly. Like, one of the big, ugly square ones. <laughs> so you get on the spaceship, and then from there, like, the story starts, and you can pretty much do what you want it lets you it makes you follow a mission like a main story like it's always there but you can go and do side missions on your own you can go and, and select mission logs and find out like i want to do a a cargo run and a cargo run maybe like in that same sector that you're in or you can do like a a pirate hunt or a pirate bounty and like these are sometimes pirates will pay you money they'll pay you credits for you to join them to harass other people in that same system that you're in. So they'll, t they'll be like, hey, uh, the pirates need you to come with them. And they need you to make this one, like, space hauling fucking thing. Or, like, I forget what they're called. They're called freighters, I think. The big spaceships. The big, big ones. We need to, we need to hijack one of those and, like, make them drop their cargo. And then we're going to steal their cargo off of them or whatever. We just need you to help us. And sometimes the game... It's kind of weird because sometimes the things go real smooth. Like, you'll go and you'll hijack a fucking freighter and you'll tell them, like, hey, drop your fucking cargo or I'm going to blow you up. And they'll be like, okay, okay, we'll just drop our cargo. Please don't shoot at us. And you just rob them and leave. But sometimes they're like, no, fuck you. We have backup on the way already. We knew you were coming. And next thing you know, you have, like, 50 cops show up and <laughs> start shitting at you and shit. And, um... So there's different alliances in the game as well. So you have the pirates, you have the uh, this other alliance. I think it's called the Federation, and they're like the government of space or whatever. So you got the pirates, the Federation. You have a mercenaries guild that you can join, or you have a merchants guild that you can join. I don't know if you can join both of them at the same time. I joined the merchants. Um, I don't know why, <laughs> but I did. 
think because they were cheaper than the mm-hmm. mercenaries to join. But they both give you mm-hmm. different sets of missions. For example, the merchants will give me missions like a cargo run mission. And they'll be like, look, we're, we're very lucrative. We can we can give you missions to do cargo runs. And you have to do jumps to jump to different sectors. So, like, all the sectors in the game are named after, after the United States. So, they're named after the 50 states. So, there's a Nevada sector, Minnesota, Montana, Utah, New Mexico, Arizona. They have, like, all these sectors from, like, every state. I and the, and the galaxy, state. yeah. So, you're going from, like, you start, I think you start off in the Texas sector. You go from there, you can go to the New Mexico sector. And then from the New Mexico sector, you can go to the Colorado sector. From there, you can go to the Montana sector. From there, you can go to this other sector. And they all have different difficulties and different things in them. For example, some sectors won't be policed at all by like the government. Like The government just doesn't fucking go there because they know that all the pirates and all the shit that's illegal hangs out in the sector. So, like, there's, like, no fucking rules in this sector. Like, the only rule is don't double-cross anybody and don't fucking try to get, like, fuck somebody over because they will kill you. And um, sometimes you'll, like, you'll come across stuff where, like, for example, today I did a mission where I killed these pirates that were harassing this miner. Like, there's people that are out there mining, which you can do as well. You can be out there and you can be a miner yourself. You can put, like, a mining laser on your fucking spaceship and be like, I'm going to be a miner. I'm just going to mine for gold and go and sell it and mine for more gold and go and sell it and mine for whatever the fuck and go sell it. (laughs) But this guy was out there mining and I was just flying around and he's sitting a distress beacon. So like you can respond to distress beacons or you can just ignore them. But I went up to him and I'm like, Hey, this is whatever, whatever. I saw your distress beacon. What's going on? And he was like, Hey, look, uh, I think I'm in trouble. And next thing you know, like it says like, spaceships incoming or like spacecraft detected incoming next thing you know you're surrounded by like five or six of the like the enemy pirates or whatever uh so you have to take them all down so once you kill them all sometimes you'll blow up a spaceship say you blow up a little spaceship with like an enemy in it sometimes the pilots they will eject before the spaceship blows up they eject out of their spaceship and you can grab them with like this like little beam thing that you can pull stuff into your spaceship with. You can grab them and put them in your spaceship on the cargo hold. So when you take them back to a space station, the police arrest them. <laughs> so they take it. They take them out of your cargo hold and they give you like two hundred and fifty credits for bringing this criminal in or whatever. But sometimes you also get illegal contraband from these like pirates that you're killing. You know, because they're they're criminals themselves. So sometimes they're carrying illegal stuff. That doesn't necessarily blow up when their ship blows up. And you may find, like, explosives or drugs. Like, there's this thing called narco-cola. That's a drug. There's another thing called the skag. That's another drug. So these are illegal items that you can find. And you can put them on your spaceship. But there's a risk to having these illegal items on your spaceship. While they may give you lots of money when you take them to an illegal port, like a port... Because there's different types of ports. There's the ports for the Federation, the ports for, like, the pirates, and there's ports for, like, neutral people, like, just, like, independent ports. There's gas stations or whatever. There's different types of ports you can land in, right? So, so like, if you have illegal items in your in your ship and you're coming into a Federation port, sometimes they'll do a scan on you, like the police in the area. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. They'll, they'll pull up to you and they'll be like, hey, uh... Don't don't move your vector. Like stay flying on that same flight path. We're performing a scan on your ship, and like if you have illegal shit on your ship, they will start shooting at you right away. 
and be like, hey, uh, you have illegal, oh, you have illegal explosives on your ship, or you have illegal drugs on your ship. We, we, they tell you like, I think they either give you an option to drop him, or like you can just be like, fuck you, I'm taking off, I'm pickle Rick, bitch, and you take off. <laughs> but you can you can also jettison the stuff before they perform the scan. So like, as soon as they tell you like, hey, stop right there, we're performing the scan, you can real quick open up your like PDA thing. And tap over to your cargo and just fucking jettison all the illegal shit out of your ship. You probably won't get it back, but at least it's not on your ship when they scan it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not necessarily yours, so you get away with it. Um, but there's right. pretty cool little upgrades you can buy for your ship. So you can buy, like, for example, I'm a merchant, so I'm probably going to be getting these upgrades for my ship. Where I can buy, like, cargo holds for my ship. I can buy one that has, like, 10 slots. 20 slots. I think the most I can get is like 40 slots on my cargo ship. But I can also buy these other upgrades that cost significantly more. But they're like discreet. <laughs> discreet uh, cargo holds. Where like they have like a special coating on them. So I can put illegal items in those holds. And the police. So it's like get, a little, yeah, little the, compartment yeah, on the carpet. Yeah, yeah. And the police scan my ship. <laughs> They're like, oh, he has nothing illegal. He's legit. I'll let him through. <laughs> so, like, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, they have, like, all these little upgrades and shit you can put on your ship. Uh, <laughs> you can, like, buy different weapons for your ship. You can buy different shields, different reactors, different things, different engines. Um, and, and then you can also buy, like, of course, different spaceships. And they cost a lot of money. They'll cost, like, 500,000 credits. And you start off with, like, nothing. Like, you have no credits. So you have to kind of start building up your, like, little empire of money or whatever to fucking... I think the main story is you're trying to get revenge. The dude in the beginning killed your husband. And um, I think he was trying to kill you, too. But you shot him in the fucking head before he killed you. <laughs> so, like, the, the story is you're trying to find out why he killed your husband. And you're going to try to kill him before he kills you. You know what I mean? It's kind of like this cat and mouse game. So, like, right now I'm, like, in the third mission into the game. I flew to, like, this, I think it was called the Nevada system. And, of course, in the Nevada system there was, like, this big spaceship. But it was so cool looking because, like, you when you go there, like, it looks like two, uh, like, casino chips. <laughs> like, spinning. <laughs> it looks like it's a casino. Like, the, the, the frog guy who gave me my spaceship, he owns a casino. And, like, he, like, it looks like two casino chips. But like a satellite, it looks fucking cool. Like it looks cool as shit, and like you just dock in there and, and you talk to the dude. Um, it's not like an open world game where like you walk around. So when you dock somewhere, it's like a menu. It's like you says like go to bar. You can go to the bar and you can select like talk to the bartender or play slots or play eight ball or play dice or like do different things, and then that'll trigger a cutscene. You know what I mean? So like if you go like talk to a bartender, it'll be like. Hey, and then you'll show your character sitting down and like the bartender will walk up and be like, hey, what's going on? And then you can like ask him different things. You'll be like, hey, what's the news around here? And you'll be like, well, I heard that over here this happened or something. And then that gives you like a hint to like, hey, if I go here and I check this sector, there may be some stuff there that I can loot. You know what I mean? Or like you can ask him like, hey, is there any bounties around here? Like, have you seen anyone that's wanted around here? And they'll be like, well, give me like 200 credits and I'll tell you who I saw. And then you give them, like, the credits. So when you take off and you leave the space station or wherever you're at, the casino, for example, say you left, the dude will send you a message on your spaceship, and he'll be like, I saw this guy. He's wanted by the Federation. If you can catch him or kill him, they'll pay you this much money for him. This is the last location that he was at. So now you have a bounty you can go hunt down. So there's lots of things you can do in this game. 
being a merchant, be a mercenary. You can just be a trader that just trades cargo and that's how you make your money. Or you can be a mercenary that upgrades your ship and attacks people all the time. You can be super allied with the pir- with the pirates in the game. So you can be like a total villain. Just like a bad motherfucker. Just like every time somebody sees you, they're scared of you. <laughs> the type of villain. <laughs> or you can be like a really good guy that's like just trying to help people and like you're really well known with the federation and the federation doesn't fuck with you but the pirates know who you are because they're afraid of you so it depends which route you want to take um the game is fun and and i'm looking for improvements to the game there's a few things that they can improve um for example like uh i feel like the shooting and like the the game is very arcadey it's not a it's not simulation at all it's not nowhere near like uh What's the other fucking game? Elite Dangerous? It's nothing like that. Like, the game is very, very arcadey. And people have actually complained about that because there's people trying to use their, their hot-ass fucking flight sticks and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're saying, like, that doesn't work. Like, the game, I mean, it works, but there's no fucking need for it. I'm playing this shit with an Xbox controller. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's pretty simple to fly the fucking ship and not blow up you know like like there's been a few times where i've died but that's because the other people just they outgun me and then they have way more powerful shit than i do so like, there's no way i can fight them but once i get my ship upgrades or get a better ship or whatever um i'll be able to fight them and take them on but yeah i'm excited to play more of the game i really enjoyed the first game that was a game that I actually discovered a couple years ago rebel galaxy the, the first one uh, but this Outlaws game is it's really fucking good for $30. I recommend it highly. Um, like I said, it's, it's like a space RPG type thing, but you're not walking around. You're in your little spaceship, and you're just upgrading the little spaceship, and you're playing the story, and you're doing your thing, and you're playing as so, this chick. Yeah. So when you're when you're flying through the different sectors, is, is it kind of quiet? I mean, is there any other stuff going on? Like, as you're flying through, like... What what is it involved at that? So you're going through a sector and it's not one you need to be. Is there other dangers that you gotta look out for? Yeah, or yeah, there's constantly sometimes like just, I said, sometimes the police will randomly pull up on you, like the cops will randomly like pull up next to you and be like, Hey, we're scanning your ship or or you'll run into like a for example, you'll run into a distress beacon and they'll be like, There's a distress beacon over here and you can go answer it, but you have to be kinda close to the ship to answer it, so you have to fly towards them. But sometimes you get there and you realize this is a fucking trap. <laughs> and now you're, you have like 10 oh. enemies that show up and they're like fucking attacking you and trying to kill you for your shit, you know? But sometimes you can convince, sometimes, very rarely, you can convince the enemies to not shoot at you. You can be like, hey guys, uh, maybe we shouldn't shoot at each other. How about we just like go our separate ways and we call it good? And sometimes I'll be like, okay, like, yeah, that's a good idea. Fuck it. We'll go our separate ways. You know what I mean? Or you can just give them all your cargo and hopefully they leave you alive. They're like, Here, here's all my shit. Just you give them all your stuff and then they leave you alive. Um, but yeah, there's there's stuff. In, um, so yeah, like as you're flying through other sectors, you, you run into stuff like that. You'll run into other ships, into freighters. Um, you'll run Sometimes you run into like a big freighter that's flying through and they'll tell you like, hey, uh, spaceship, blah, 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 back away or we're going to open fire on you. You're, you're entering our flight path. Because they're thinking you're going to try to hijack them. So they tell you to get the fuck away from them. <laughs> so you have to, like, move away from them or turn around or do something, you know, where you show that you're not trying to attack them. Um, and you can, like, if you're flying through another sector that you don't need to be in, you can always stop at a space station and get missions for that sector. You can be like, hey, look, I want a mission for this sector. 
like I said, there's always missions there. There's always like a pirate mission, a merchant mission, a mercenary mission, a, a federation mission. There's always missions in these sectors that you can do for the people in there. Um, yeah. Or sometimes the, the, the stress beacons are really simple. Like I did one today, for example, this chick had like a little like cargo spaceship. And she was like, hey, I'm kind of scared of flying to like the jump, the jump, uh, the little jump tower thing where like you jump to another sector, like the little fucking space stations you jump. She's like, I'm scared to fly there. Like, I feel like I'm going to get attacked if I fly there by myself. Can you fly with me? So like you just press A to like attach your ship to her like vector or whatever. And you fly with her, and then it skips the cutscene, and it shows you getting there. And it's like, oh, you, you escorted her to the fucking jump station or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's like 10,000 credits for that. She's like, oh, thank you. Here's a little credit, you know, for doing that for me. And I was like, holy shit, I made more off of this than I ever done on a mission. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm over here getting blown up and getting shot at, and I'm getting paid 1,000 credits. And she, this chick just gave me like 10,000 for flying with her for two seconds. It was kind of crazy, but... uh yeah, the game is very interesting, dude, and I, I really enjoy it. Too bad that not a lot of people are going to get to play this game because it's an epic, epic, epic store exclusive. Fuck uh, epic. <laughs> yeah. well, the funny thing is, is like I never even heard of this. Thing. Like you were talking about it right away, and I was like, "What is this game?" And then you're like, "It's exclusive on the Epic Store." So then I, would, I was like, "Oh, so I, I, I did peek at it real quick, but I knew nothing about this game coming out, or I haven't heard any news about it." Or anything. Yeah, it's they kind of, kind of for me. they kind of briefly showed it at E3 uh, this year. Uh, that's where I kind of learned from it. Uh, I think they actually showed it last year too at Gamescom or something. And that's when I really first heard of it. Um, but yeah, I really liked, like I said, I really, I've ended up discovering Rebel Galaxy, the first game in 2016. And the game came out in 2014. And I never even fucking heard of it. Heard no one ever talk about it. None of my friends ever fucking played it. And then I played it and I was like, holy shit, this game is really good. And that game is kind of like this game, but a little bit more like you don't see like inside the cockpit. You know, you're flying like the spaceship in third person it's less detailed in this game, but it's kind of the same. Uh, but this is actually a prequel to that game. This Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is actually before that game, supposedly in the storyline. Um, but I really hope that the game does well, dude, because I can't. I can see them making this franchise into something really big and really fucking cool, where like you can actually get out and walk around in these space stations and do things, and I can see it really becoming something way bigger than what it is you know what i mean it's just like they don't have the budget to do that yet but if, if they get the success that they really deserve i, I think they could really pull that off and, and really make something incredible here because the, i love the setting i love the music they have like these it feels like grand theft auto almost well like they have these radio stations in the game you can just switch to and like they have the classic radio station the fucking the rock music <laughs> the techno dubstep fucking station they have the like this other station that plays country music. I was listening to that today all day, like space country, country music. Yeah. <laughs> then another station that plays like Latin music. So like this like fucking salsa music and shit. And it's in Spanish. And you're like, oh, hola. We're here in space. Vamonos. And like people are fucking singing space in Spanish. And, yeah. Space Mexicans are singing music and shit. And mariachis are playing. And it's fucking awesome. It's like, it's so good. Like the game is fucking incredibly well done, dude. I, I'm in love with the game. I can't say nothing more. And people have asked me here and there, like, what do you think of the game, Jesus? What do you think of the game? And I actually think it's well worth $30. I thought the game would have been more. Um, 
But I'm glad they released it at 30. Fuck. I'm glad I paid that for it. And uh, I have no problems with it being an Epic Store exclusive. Uh, but if you have a problem with that, I guess you have to wait a year. Uh, the game does come out on Steam next year. This time, I think. <laughs> so August. Of in a year, of Steam is going to be flooded with all these games that have been out for a while. And <laughs> people are going to be like, hey, yeah. the ones that are holding out, they're going to have so game. many games to buy. Yeah, 2020. So, um, But the game did come out. It did come out on the Xbox One and the PS4. So it's available on those platforms as well. Like I said, I don't think it's on the Switch. It might be. Don't, don't quote me on that. But I just don't think that the Switch could handle the game myself. But I recommend it, guys. Check it out. I really I highly suggest that you check it out. Have, have you been streaming this at all? Can I get a chance to watch you stream yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I've been streaming it quite a bit. I actually streamed, I streamed it yesterday with my first playthrough. And then I fucked up something. We're like, I went ahead in the story where I jumped to the Nevada sector way too early and I didn't have any upgrades for my ship, so I'm getting destroyed by these other spaceships. But like this time, I restarted the game today and I went a little bit slower and I actually upgraded some of my... Like I put a new gun on my ship. I put a new like little shield generator on my ship. I put a new... Like little things on my ship to make it a little bit better. It's still a piece of shit. <laughs> but it's my piece of shit. So, <laughs> so I flew it out there and it actually survived this time. Um, so I'm hoping that I can become a, a good merchant and, and sell things across the galaxy because I actually looked at articles that said like, like how much money do like the merchants missions get you? And people are saying that like, if you go into the merchant missions and like start doing them and get really good at them where like they're giving you like high tier merchant mission shit, like you're going to be pulling in like 150,000 credits per run. Like, sometimes it'll be, like, a multiple-sector jump. Like, you have to jump eight sectors to get to the other side of the fucking galaxy or whatever. But if you deliver this cargo, we'll give you 150,000 credits, which is a lot, dude. So, I look forward to that. Very nice. Yeah. Anyways, I'm done talking about Rebel Galaxy Outlaws, all that other shit. I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Nothing else I played this week. Hmm. Hmm. Go ahead, Mayo. Tell us about oh. experiences. Okay, so we'll start off by hitting off. Uh, I did uh, end up picking up an Oculus Rift S. So this is a little bit newer model than the Cad- Cadillac's model I was borrowing. But uh, so I, I didn't know what I was getting into completely. Like, well, I had an idea, but like the setup was completely different. So, so the the setup on the original Oculus had just an, an HDMI input in the PC and a USB 3.0 along with two sensor towers that had a plug in to two more USB 3.0 spots. So you're tying up three USB 3.0 spots and an HDMI spot on your graphics card. Do, so they, have the, to, do they have to be 3.0s? Yes, they have to be 3.0s. Oh, wow. So I, I'm not sure if it's, if it's a bandwidth of data that goes through or not or what but they they do say they have to be on 3.0 but this one i picked up actually doesn't have the sensors like you do on the original oculus they are actually built into the headset so you don't have to plug in the two usb 3.0 sensors and so the only thing you have to plug in on this one is a uh, display port and a USB 3.0, and those are just on the headset, so you kind of can can eliminate two wires. So that was kind of a nice little benefit of having 
less wires, like because I had the sensors on my desk, so they were kind of like extra wires running across my desk, and it was kind of messy there for a little while. And uh, so not having those was really nice. And then the other thing I noticed right away, the differences between the controllers. The the controllers on the new Oculus S are the complete opposite of the regular Oculus. They changed them in the ring that goes around your hand kind of on the Oculus S. It goes downward on the regular Oculus for the sensors. And on this one, it goes up over top of your hand. So it took some weird getting used to it. And it feels like they're top-heavy now. So I feel like when I want to grab them by instinct now, I want to turn that part downward because that's where the weight's at. And actually, it kind of is over top of your hand. Mm. So you'll, you'll Snickers, you'll get a chance to see a little bit, like if you can get yours hooked up and, and try it. Which one do you like, do you like better, though? Um, so far, I'm liking the S better with the, the ease of tracking and... The, the is set up. It's a lot easier to set up and, and the tracking feels like a lot better because on the other one you had to have the sensors angled in a way so they could see like if you were going to grab something from the floor in a game, they had to be kind of angled toward the floor a little bit so you had to be either back away from them far enough to it be able to register to pick up things off the floor or you know you just had to be within sight or you had to get them to your far left and right and angled down and maybe one angled straight mm. or whatever but on on the new one, they're built right in the the sensors are built right into the headset with cameras, and it automatically just knows like it realigns itself every time when you put it on, so you don't have to adjust any height, you don't have to adjust anything. It just it just knows like where you're at. So we and, didn't run through the problem that we had with X Plane Eleven, right? Yes. When it would not center. Yeah. So right away it, it would just immediately center for you when you put it on. So, Jesus, do you have that problem with the PlayStation? Like, what do you mean? Okay, so like, if I'm standing like facing my computer now, and I put the headset on, and when the game comes on on the screen, it kind of comes on where you're looking at when you put it on at the time. So if you kind of turn to the right or something like that, <laughs> it's it's off to the right. If you put it on yeah. and you're actually turned the other way, yeah. it's there. So when you put it on, you may be different and want to be sitting different by where yeah. you, when you put it on, and so you got to kind of readjust it and well, it, yeah, it has it, like the option it's really easy on the on the playstation 4 you just press the little i think it's called the uh it's the options button you just press it and hold it and it just like recalibrates it real yeah, quick yeah. it takes like a second yeah that's the oculus had that but what i ran into when, when the oculus runs you can run steam games on the oculus so you have the oculus store and you have steam but when you're running a steam game when you hit that button it, it kind of closes the Steam thing oh, out altogether. And you got the Oculus store, so you can't really recenter the Steam games that's that easily. Dumb. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, but we tried to do that with X Plane 11. It would not work. Yeah, yeah. He just had a play turned over. He came over and tried it before he borrowed it and uh, hmm. was playing some X Plane on it. But So this is more convenient in that aspect. I got a question for you guys. So, so you're talking about this Oculus stuff. I mean,. What's the difference between this Oculus headsets and, like, for example, Windows Mixed Reality headsets? Is it just the support that Oculus is giving it with games, or what is the difference? Well, I think I think the Mixed Reality is, like, literally Mixed Reality. You, you, it's almost like a Google Lens, isn't it, where you can see yeah, real world no, with it, VR in it? It's VR, I'm pretty sure. I'm not, I haven't looked completely into yeah, it. It's not... VR, it's the augmented reality, right? It's where it overlays what you can see with graphics, no, no, no. right? This, this is VR. 
So I'm looking at a headset mm. right now. I'm at the Microsoft Store. So I'm looking at the Samsung HMD Odyssey Plus. And this is a Windows Mixed Reality headset selling for 500 bucks. Coming out. Oh, wait, no, it's already for sale. It's just they're out of stock right now. Anyways, I'm looking at this. And uh, so, for example, this guy says, best yet on the reviews, he says, I've tried the Oculus, the Vive, and Samsung Odyssey Plus. The Samsung Odyssey is by far the best of the three. The screen clarity is unlike any other headset I've tried before. The only issue that I have is the comfortability. comfortability. Uh, both the headset and the controllers could use some work in regards to comfort. All in all, this wonderful this is a wonderful headset, and I hope Samsung is able to continue its venture into virtual reality and improve upon the current technology. So these headsets, Windows Mixed Reality ones, are like third-party headsets. Do they work with Oculus games, or do they only work with Steam, or what the fuck? I don't know. Probably only Steam, since that one is kind of an open source, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Steam, Steam is open source. Work with everything, cool. right? Because yeah. it works with Oculus, yeah. not just Vive. I'm guessing it will work with this one too. Anything that's VR. Yeah, so like, I wonder. I think like, it's up to the game developer if they support a headset. Support a headset, yeah. Because I wonder, like, why would people be buying these instead of, like, an Oculus? Like, I guess Oculus to me seems like the name brand. You know what I mean? Kinda mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like Oculus is Coca Cola, Vive is Pepsi. And, like, Windows, like Mix Re- Windows Mixed Reality headset is, like, RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I feel like game, like these fucking these are not name brands, but they're still expensive. Like, for example, the the Asus Windows, the Asus, yeah, the, the Windows Mixed Reality headset with motion controllers. That one is on sale for two fifty everywhere, and it's sold out at the Microsoft Store for four hundred. Uh, but they have tons of different versions of these fucking things, man. Like Dell has hmm. one. Mm-hmm. HP never knew <laughs> never knew yeah so just kind of rolling through this one I'm on the Samsung site for the uh, for the Odyssey and it's telling me just down to the bottom it says resolution is SVGE or SVGA and it's 800 by 600 or greater I wonder what that's huh what does that mean that sounds like a pretty bad resolution <laughs> I mean this thing costs $500 dude Right, because I know like the Oculus Rift S, the one I picked up, has a basically 1440p resolution. It runs 2560 by 1440, no, where says, the regular Oculus runs 1080p. Are you looking at the Odyssey original or the Odyssey Plus? Uh, this might be the original. I'm looking at the Odyssey oh. Plus right now, and it says Windows Mixed Reality, dual 3.5-inch AMOLED, 1440 by 1600. Okay, yeah, that must be the original one then. Yeah, that must be the OG one. Yeah, this is the Plus. So, mm. I mean, so it says here, yeah, it has 1,233 PPI level user perceived resolution. Oh, oh my. Here. Okay, so the real question is, why the fuck the new Valve Index is a grand? Yeah, when this thing is 500 and it has no motion. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have to set up any towers or anything. It's just, you just put on the headset and it works. I think they're making you pay for those controllers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a but you can buy those controllers. controllers separate, and I think the controllers are like four or five hundred. Yeah, they are like yeah, they're pretty expensive themselves. <laughs> yeah. So the headset and the controllers without the little sensors is seven forty nine. So you need sensors for the index as well. Yes, yeah. but you can use Vive 
combined sensors. sensors. Yeah, so, they will not be as they will not be as as accurate, but they can use them. Like, see, that's what and, I like about these Windows Mixed Reality ones. They don't have any cameras. Like, the camera is on the headset, so you don't have to like attach any towers to your room. Yeah, yeah. that is one plus. Like I said, with this S, that uh, I didn't have to do anything with any kind of sensors anywhere. Like, I didn't have to worry about spacing. That what it does too is it has a video pass through. So when I want to go set my boundary, it gives me like a black and white view of the world around me, oh, nice. and I draw a line. The game's in black and white. You know, it's giving you the screen in black and white, and it puts little like markers on the floor, and you trace around the area that you consider your play environment, and then it saves it. And then when you're playing the game, if you actually get out of that environment, it puts up a wall and it gives you a warning. It says like, "Hey, hey, you know, get back in your you're out of your area. You know, you might run into something or you might trip over something. So get back into your designated area." So that's something that it gives you too. That's fucking cool. So that only works if you move forward and. Left or right, right? Keep this one works all around you. It actually oh. has a, a, it doesn't do a height. It didn't ask me about a height, so I do have to be careful about a ceiling fan in the room that I'm in. Don't, don't be jumping but up. There is, <laughs> you know, all around it does a full square around you, and it puts you in a box. It gives you like a digital box when you're done, and you're kind of like, this is your play area, and it, and it just saves it, and it tells you, and you can always be, redo it anytime you want. So if you change your room around or whatever, you can redo it really easily. No. Um, that's interesting, man. Yeah, so interesting. So, four hundred bucks for that S that you bought. Yes, yes. The Oculus S was three ninety nine, nice. but the one, the one thing I will complain about, like the big difference, I right away was I noticed the difference between the one I bought from Caddy, the original Oculus, and the Oculus S, is the audio. So the Oculus had little headphones that would kind of go down over your ears, kind of like the old 80s, like Walkman headphone kind yeah. of things, or like a big foam pad, you know, and it kind of rested on your ear. And you had your audio, and, and it sounded amazing. That's one of the things that really impressed me the most was the audio quality in the games. They were loud, and the bass was heavy, and it just sounded amazing. The new Oculus S does not have those little speakers in it. They built it into the headband of the Oculus, you don't have to have anything over your ears, but it creates a very open environment and it's not very loud. So playing Beat Saber it from being amazing sound with good bass to this open sound, and I just wanted to turn it up more. Like I'm like, where's the volume? I want to turn this thing up louder, and it just wasn't loud enough. So mm. doing some looking into it, they must have known about this, and and maybe. We're trying to get more money out of us in the future here. So they put an audio jack built into the headset so you can add speakers later. So I'm, I'm guessing they're going to have some kind of additional speakers they're going to add to it down the road you can well, buy. Couldn't you buy your own like earbuds or plug in your own? Yeah, yeah. I tried, I tried the earbuds, but it's an extra cord, you know, because then you're like, I tried actually my over-the-ear Audio-Technica headphones, and, you know, they have a long cord, but then it's like, you get the controllers dangling from your hand, and you're pulling the headset down, and then you're putting the headset over top of the, the VR unit, and it was yeah. just kind of uncomfortable. So then I tried the earbuds, and that was a little better. But but sometimes it's just, like, nice to not have it so enclosed, you know, and then have that extra little cord dangling, you know, from your back. So, so you got to get that wireless adapter for your uh, Audio Technicas. All you need, yeah. all you need, is that Bluetooth, like little Bluetooth thing you plug into the headphone jack. Bluetooth yeah. your headphones like, onto that. <laughs> like Snickers was saying, actually, uh, the headphones I have actually have a, a Bluetooth adapter you can there buy you and go. plug into them. 
there and it go. just makes it Bluetooth. So <laughs> I, I might go that. But another thing I found, too, is they make them for the PlayStation VR. So I guess the PlayStation VR has the same situation. Um, it's the same company that designed the PlayStation headset, designed this Oculus headset. They actually made it for Oculus. And uh, you can buy these same kind of speakers you would have in the original uh the original Oculus, they they go down over your ears and they actually clamp right to the headset. They're fifty dollars and they have a little short little cord, so they just plug right into that. So that that might be the easier option to go instead of trying to put on an actual big big thing of headphones. Because too, not everybody's not necessarily going to want you know put the headset on. Anybody else just trying it out or whatever, and they're going to want to have to put this big old thing of you know noise canceling headphones on top of that because because then it gets even hotter. You know, it's already hot as is. And it, it just adds it more heat, you know, having your ears enclosed that much too. So hmm. I'm going to play around with it some. But yeah, the audio level, it took a huge step back. And that's the one thing that has disappointed me about it. And uh, I love it so far, but the audio I definitely wish could be louder. So I, I need to adjust. Yeah, the, PS, the PSVR, you can remove the earbuds that come with it and like put mm-hmm. in your own headset, but I haven't done that. So. Yeah, so I, I've been looking at those, and maybe maybe down the road here, but uh, uh, let's get it. I'll get on where I've been playing a little bit. So, of course, like all of us in the show here, I, I've been playing some Apex solos, and uh, <laughs> I'm feeling bad about myself, given how bad I am. Like I, right after this little confidence run of uh, getting a good amount of kills early on in the game, getting three, four kills, you know, running through, and and now like I made it to like a silver level, so I'm like level fifty overall as a regular character, and. Uh, so now I'm like silver rank, and now like all my matches include people with, you know, kill leader has six thousand kills, and you know, champion squad has this many kills and stuff. And now <laughs> the competition is a lot harder, and I'm dying a lot more often. So now I'm starting to like struggle a little bit with it. Yeah. But uh, I need Paul to carry me through some uh, some Ooh. wins or something here. He's used to that gold rank. Anybody. <laughs> but uh so i did try the uh the solo mode and um yeah if you drop hot you're definitely probably gonna die pretty quick um i'd gone to skull count skull town a couple times and i would die uh, pretty much within a couple minutes so if you wanted to get a hot drop in and just practice killing people that's what i was doing i was just trying to drop in and try to get a couple kills here and there and just get used to you know aiming for the head and these different situations trying to put myself in it. So I was kind of treating it as a practice mode for myself, actually. Like, I wasn't even going in trying to win. I'm just going in and just trying to get into fights and just trying to make scenarios and, and see how that would work out for me and use it as experience from there on. Oh, I'm very bad. But, but, uh, <laughs> Fighting over there? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that, that, that's been kind of interesting. It, you know, so I, I've been using it that way. But nice. a couple times I did try it, and I, I have kind of figured out if you kind of drop a little ways off the circle where it's a little quieter, you can pretty much get kitted up pretty well. So you can find yourself some pretty good armor. You can find yourself a, a decent weapon loadout. And then you kind of, I find myself going out in third party and people. So you find the two people fighting, and you kind of get in there and third party it and, and you know, take the one guy out. And hopefully the other guy is pretty weak and get get into that. 
you know, and, and hopefully take out both of them. Why, why they're, uh, why they're distracted and why, why they're hurt. So that's kind of the method I've been doing. I've got a couple top fives, I think, but, but no wins. Like I've had, I think I've had a couple of fourth place finishes, but yeah, fucking suck at that game. Fuck that game. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I messaged you last night when I was playing, I was like, definitely feeling how bad I am now. So, yeah. <laughs> so Cadillacs, our listener out there, he, he'll get there eventually. He's still down there in that bronze level and, uh, He'll get, he'll get up the silver and start fighting those people with, with you know, a thousand plus kills on that one character. <laughs> and it changes a lot. Yeah, it fucking sucks. That's what it is. You, you know, Snickers over there isn't complaining about it. He's over there all like, I'm fine. You get 50 kills every <laughs> match, guys. <laughs> but but uh, besides that, it's pretty much all been VR for me. So, you know, I bought this Oculus. I'm like, I'm playing some VR. So. Great timing was No Man's Sky. We, we kind of hit on that. Um, I was glad to check that out and then saw that right away. And I was really thought it was really cool, like getting in the cockpit of the of the, the ship. Like yeah. you're just sitting there and all these buttons are on you. And it was, it was really cool how you could grab the throttle and you can grab oh. the the control stick to move and change arounds because it it's like it's right there in front of you, you know. So you actually do feel kind of like you're flying. It, it is pretty cool, you know. And uh, I went to my second plan and, and, you know, trying to get the upgrades for my, my different, uh, what is the gun that does the, uh, the train modifier? You know, you got to start mining the, the copper and stuff like that. So I started doing that and that thing is kind of neat. You can blow holes in the ground and you can look down into the hole, you know, and you can jump down in there and use your rockets to boost yourself out. So I, I thought that was pretty cool overall. Um, I also played a couple couple of demos that came with the Oculus that are completely free. Since I since I dropped all this money on it, I was trying to keep it on the cheap side. Um, a game called Air Car, and this is basically just like a little uh, demo of a flying car, like from the future. And so you start off in this little hangar, and you just use your analog sticks, and you fly out out of the hangar, and you just have like free flight, and you're in this future city and all these flying cars around and you can dive and turn and twist and go upside down and it was it was the first time actually in vr i had the experience of kind of like falling and kind of lose my balance a little bit because i was playing with it standing up like it kind of tricked my mind a little bit to like hey you need to readjust your balance even though i i knew i was standing you know and i knew i was in the game so i actually ended up playing it sitting down after that you know because it wasn't a cockpit so it did kind of feel natural and it was fine after that so it's just like a little tech demo, and I had to have the kids try it. I'm like, here, try this one. I try this one, you know, and you know, having different people try that. And I tried another one too. It's called um, Invasion, and it's got this little rabbit, and it comes out, and a big giant hawk tries to come down and grab it, and it like dodges the hawk. And next thing you know, these aliens come down, and they're trying to kill Wait a you. Like, what? What's that? You have a hawk? Yeah, a yeah. Rabbit and aliens. <laughs> Right, I know it's like a perfect group. It's just a natural progression of things, I think. <laughs> but but they're trying to kill you, so they come out and they got these lasers, and and so the little rabbit saves you, and it, they're trying to shoot it, and they're sta- you're standing on a frozen lake, and so they're shooting it, missing the rabbit, and of course, like a cartoon, you know, they shoot a whole a circle around them, the the aliens, and they all fall in the frozen water, and they come up as ice cubes, you know, and the one alien like breaks the ice, and they take off and run away. And this is a goofy little video, just kind of displaying again what the virtual reality is like. And it's kind of neat for somebody like uh, like my wife or somebody who doesn't really get into games or anything like that. 
it was neat to show them that just to show them what the VR and, and the reality of it is like you know the how it feels like it's really there and it really does feel like you're standing there so I was able to play with that a little bit and just show the wife and kids those and then the, the, the last thing I want to hit on is uh, uh, Beat Saber played a lot of Beat Saber this week so a lot of, <laughs> yes, a lot of, a lot of block cutting going on over here um, and she says I'm telling you I, I don't know how you beat some of those levels because them levels already I'm finding are difficult. Like I'm on, I, I'm on the campaign and I'm only on like number thirteen or something, <laughs> and and they're like the ones you have to limit your movement. Yeah, those so are like fucking hard, dude. Like the flick of the wrist kind of thing. Yeah, but then they come at you really fast, so I don't, I can't figure it out. Like I'm not sure how close because you don't, I don't know the song well enough to, you know, know how close I am to the end. But like I'll be like going along and it'll be like mission failed and I try it again and mission failed and they had different ones. <laughs> then, but then on the opposite, they have the one that's like you got to swing so far. So then yeah. I'm like taking really big there swings. I thought really, I was, there was this one that really got me fucking tired. I was sweating, dude. Like I failed it like probably ten times in a row and then finally I beat it that night. But I was like, I'm done playing Beat Saber for the day. Like, this should have had me sweating, dude. It was that one song. It was near the end where I'm at now, where I'm stuck at at the moment. But I think it was like, move your arms 900 meters. 900 fucking meters, was 800 dude. meters. And I was like, Your arms are like oh my swinging God. in the like, fuck. <laughs> I had to look ridiculous. Like, yeah, like anybody yeah, would have walked to, in yeah. the room while I was playing. <laughs> it looked like I was being attacked by bees or something because mm. I'm flailing my arms left and right. And what I did kind of notice, though, is like at the beginning of the song when there's no blocks coming at just you. Just swing your arms. I'm just swinging my yeah. arms. I'm like, yeah. like a bird, <laughs> yeah. Just I'm swing like, your fucking hey, arms. And there's a meter, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just of. swing as fast as you can. You're trying to swing as fast as you can while there's no blocks yeah. on the screen. I'm sure. I uh, hope there's no videos. My kids are probably recording. Yeah, I, I know I look ridiculous doing the shit, too, where I'm just swinging my fucking arms like a maniac. And The music is really cool, though. The, the basic music that comes with the game is really cool. There's, they do have... Now on the PlayStation Store, they have the one-pack. Uh, I think it's by Monster Cat or something. They have mm-hmm. a pack by them that's uh, like an EDM pack. And they have also a, a pack of music by Imagine Dragons. So they have like some of their songs on the pack. Yeah. Um, I don't know if to buy one of them or the other. I just I want to beat the campaign, but it's so fucking hard, dude. So you I'm know, stuck at the last level, the last tier, dude, is where I'm at. Like I'm stuck right there. <laughs> Right there. How many? How many levels are in a campaign? Do you know? I haven't looked this up yet. Uh, there's like five or six. Because there's like you can take different paths mm-hmm. to get to the top. The thing is, though, I took the easy not the easy paths, but I took the paths that I could beat to get to the top mail. So mm-hmm. I'm at the last tier, right, to get to the last three or four songs or whatever that are to play to beat the game. And it's like telling me like you've unlocked like thirty something out of fucking 30 something songs you need to go back down and beat like three or four more songs the problem is when i go back down all the songs on the easy tiers they're all beat (laughs) so i have to go back i gotta go back and beat the hard songs that i couldn't beat in the first place that i ended up beating another song to get past that even in the first place so like eventually you're gonna have to beat all the songs no matter what so, yeah, yeah so, it's like, up or whatever. so it's like fuck so like yeah so like right now i have to go back down and beat the songs that i couldn't beat earlier and they're really really hard because some of them i think one of them is like i have to only use the blue lightsaber so i'm only using my right hand and that one's fucking hard man it's like fuck 
because it, it tells you like you can only use your right hand and they also limit like how many misses you can have like i think there's a limit of six misses and a limit of how many combos like i can only go up to combo 15 so like i have to miss a certain amount like i hate the ones that are like that where like they limit your combo movements you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they say you can get to like 32 but if you get to 33 you fail because the problem is when you're up to like 32 you're in a rhythm at that point you know your brain is just going like you're just going you know you just and you you forget to think oh fuck maybe i should like cut the wrong way so i fail this and it doesn't reset me but like you forget because you're in a fucking rhythm dude it, it's a crazy fucking game but I'm at the end. I'm at the end of it, Mayo. Nice. We'll see who I, gets I'm to- impressed because I have had levels. I'm telling you. I'm like, how can anybody beat this thing? And I just thought, you know, going into the game initially, it was like just cutting the blocks and not miss so many. When they started introducing the, you have to swing this many meters or you can only swing a minimum of this or a maximum of this many meters. Yeah. I'm like trying to do it with my wrist. And then I'm like, all right, this is not just not working. And I'm still failing. I'm like, no. It's it's fucking tricky, dude. Like it, it's hard as fuck. And like I said, people didn't believe me when I told them that the game is fucking hard, and you yeah. will sweat. You will be sweating. Oh yes, I'm already swinging. like <laughs> three or four rounds in. I'm like, man, my head's hot. You know, I'm taking off. Like, yeah. Look like a raccoon. My marks on my face. My eyes are sweaty. <laughs> yeah, your <laughs> eyes get all sweaty. You can feel the sweat like starting to build up. Oh fuck, I'm getting sweaty. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, the game is rough, but like. Sometimes you just got to keep going at it, dude. Like, like most of the times when I'm beating these songs that are really kind of impossible to beat, it's taken me, like, upwards of, like, 10 or more tries to, like, finally beat them. Like, I just, I fail, and I'm like, okay, okay, breathe, Jesus. All right, go back in there. Like, I just, I'll keep failing, and I'll fail 10 times in a row, but I'll find out the trick to the song or... Or, like, just I'll get into the zone where, like, I memorize the blocks or something, <laughs> and I'm just mm-hmm. fucking going, dude. Yeah, I feel like some of the ones that when they come at you real quick, you yeah. almost have to learn to memorize them because it's so quick, like, you can't process yeah, it. Yeah, you can't enough. process it, yeah. And there, there's one that's really hard, like, near the middle of the game where is the song that the girl sings. The, the girl that, I forget what the fucking song is called, but she sings the song, and uh, the song is on expert mode. <laughs> It's like on the fastest oh. mode ever, like expert mode, and it tells you you cannot miss anything. You have to oh, get a man. perfect song. I remember having to beat that thing, dude, and it literally took me thirty tries. I fucking kid you not. I I had to fucking memorize the song, <laughs> but finally when I beat it, I was like, holy shit, I beat it! I was so fucking happy, dude. I was so happy I beat it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done a couple on hard, I think, like just as solo like playing around with them just to see you know and i can get pretty close like i can get through them i not like with a great (laughs) score or something like that sometimes but uh but but so i so i started today and i don't have a whole lot to talk about in this yet but i started on rabbit trail today so um i started to figure out how to mod this game and there's actually a mod community so like right away i'm on youtube figuring out how to do this and so there's a thing called i'm sure the name of again here quick it's like i think it's mod assistant Oh, nice. uh, let me double check to make sure. Yes, it's called Mod Assistant, and all you do is you have to download this, and it actually puts folders right into the PC version. This is only for the PC version, yeah. and it gives you this huge library of songs and stuff you can actually play. So I was playing custom songs today, so like right away I was doing different songs. And oh, that's fucking but cool, man. what was really cool is you have the access to the songs, but they're actually like pre-made levels by people. So like. You may have a song you like, 
but the difficulty is set to expert. <laughs> and you have no choice but to play it on expert. So it's like, oh, this is a really cool song. I want to play this one. But it's on expert, and it's coming at you, like, really fast, you know. And uh, but, but you have this huge library, and you can actually download it right in the game. So as you had the BR on, you can go to this mod tab it puts in the game. And you can just search whatever song you want, and you can just download it in the game and just play it. But again, you don't know what difficulty it's going to be. Some of the mods I'm finding have like easy, normal, hard, expert, expert plus, and some of them are just flat out expert plus. That's, that's your only option you can do. So, I have played around. I, I, I downloaded about 10 different songs already, so uh, playing with those. But here's the really cool thing. I don't know if you know about this yet or not, Jesus, but in this modding thing too, you can also mod your sabers, what kind of sabers you have. So, like, I changed them to, like, these katanas, and you can change the colors of them. So the one time I played this song That's from... That's uh, sick. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name. Um, Sail from... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I can't think of the name of the song. But the, but, but the blocks were gold and blue. And so everything was... One saber was gold, and it was like a, a katana, you know, and then, yeah. then you had the blue, and then the background was a different color. On top of that, you can, besides changing the, the sabers, you can change your avatar, and you can actually do like a third-person view where you can see your avatar. Oh, that would be and so then weird. You can, yeah, that would be oh, really hard. I didn't even try that. That seems impossible. And <laughs> <Not> then <like that. laughs> there is actually different environments that you can be standing in, too. The one i seen was on a dragon. This guy was flying a dragon while he's playing the game, like on the back of this dragon. Oh, fuck that. That would so, be sick. Yeah, I, you would have I, to I'm focus gonna, on the blocks and not fucking fall over. <laughs> I, I posted a uh, a thing on it. You know I posted what, on the speaking of Beat Saber, really makes me want to play it. I'm gonna get drunk today and I'm gonna play it after we're done. Yeah. I was gonna bad. ask about that. I was playing that game drunk. I feel like that would really be hard. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. I'll tell you after today. What it's like. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come back next week. I beat all the levels. <laughs> I got them all, guys. I don't know how. <laughs> it's hundred percent complete. <laughs> I sweated out all the alcohol. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> drunk by the end of it. <laughs> uh, shit. The yeah. game it's fucking hardcore, man. And it's fun. It's just a fun game. And like I said, the the bass music that comes with the regular game, it's good. So if you yeah. have a PSVR, get it. But on PC, I'm jealous, so jealous that you guys can play with any song you want. Because cause every time that the developer gets on Twitter or something or on Facebook and they're like, hey, we look at this new update. And they're like, they'll have the best players of Beat Saber go to like their their headquarters and like be like, hey, we have this streamer, best streamer on PSVR for this game. Here playing this or whatever. He's testing out the new update. I'm like... Bring Spotify support to the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish you like, had Spotify support. I, I don't have that yet, but I can download pretty much any song. And they're like, we're like, they're like, yeah, we wish we could, but we really can't because of licensing or whatever. I'm like, fuck, if you only just like, like make a default generic ass fucking level and just like play whatever song you want. Just fucking. Or, or maybe something like that you have downloaded. I'm sure you could probably just download audio tracks to your, your PlayStation. Yeah, or something. You know, like, know. A, or like a USB drive. Put a USB stick in it, whatever audio songs are yeah. on there, like a you know, playlist or whatever, yeah. and you can play it. That's another thing I do. You can download custom-made playlists, and it will go one song from another to another to another. You won't even have to leave and go to a menu. Hmm. So that one would really wear you out. I can imagine that. I feel like... They could do Spotify support. I think they could really could get a deal with them and do it. 
Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully, Why not? Uh, something like that. Because all the up. music on Spotify, you can stream it to the PlayStation already, and you can stream it to the Xbox. So. Why not just like be like, hey, look, Spotify, we'll make a deal with you where like people can play the music with Spotify. They still have to subscribe to Spotify to use it. It's right. Not like, it's not like Spotify is losing money from this. You know, they get money from the people subscribing to them to be able to use this. And then you let them play whatever music they have on their playlist on their fucking game. That would be cool. But I don't know. But don't the developers have to make levels? Yeah, that? that's the thing. Yeah, they, have to, they have to make the levels yeah. for the particular song. That's what I'm saying. That's the hard part of if they could make like an AI or something that can I was gonna generate say, get the, the AI levels, working on it. you know um, what I mean? Like a procedurally generated of. fucking AI that can make procedurally generated levels based on music or the beats or, or the tempo no, of the that. song or something. You know, that would be so fucking cool. Think about that. Do you dude. have an editor on the PS version? No. Like, can, oh, so the PC version. This is actually on the standard game. This is not modded. There's an actual level editor built into it and. I clicked on it when I was trying to mess with a mod getting it to work. Yeah. And it's like, continue editing your level on your PC. So I took off the headset, and it brings up this whole new screen on the PC, and it lets you edit a level. But I I just closed it. I, I haven't messed with any of that yet. That's interesting. No, we don't have that option on the PlayStation. From everything I've seen, I think you can, you can set your height. You can flip the sabers around for colors and, like, colorblind mode and all that shit. But you can't mm-hmm. do, like, uh, you can't do... Uh, Level editor. You can set it the mod multiple. also gives you the uh, Darth Maul dual bladed oh, sword, mm-hmm. like so, so, so cool. I get access to that. Too. I haven't tried it, but so it, fucking it's cool. Insane. Fuck. God damn it, Mayo, you motherfucker. <laughs> I wish I had but, that uh, shit. Man, that PC does sound pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I'll, I'll probably be playing some more of that this weekend. And the funny thing is, I actually got the wife to play it the other day because she's she's been on a on a workout and want to work out all the time. I'm like this will <laughs> yeah, give you a workout. This is a fucking I'm workout. You. <laughs> you need to stretch before you play Beat Saber, guys. That's not even a joke. <laughs> that shit will fuck up yeah. your arms and shit. You'll be sore like the next day. Like what the fuck? You didn't I think stretch. You my age. <laughs> like break Ooh. a hip or something. Yeah, man. I, I like. I go to work the next day. I'm like, why the fuck are my arms so sore? I'm like, oh yeah, I played beats here yesterday. Fuck. Yeah. Snickers will see me at work, and I'll be all hunched over. Be like, <laughs> I threw out my back, duck underneath. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> Block. They come after you. Oh shit. Awesome. Awesome stuff. The last thing I just want to kind of hit on. This is kind of for uh, for Gibbs and them out there. I haven't got a chance to play it yet, but it came out yesterday on the PC. There is a new Dead Cells update, hmm. and it's a boss update and it has like new weapons and stuff that you can actually use and there's more boss fights I guess and so like there's a, a weapon you can get that like a giant can comes down and smashes everything underneath it and stuff like that so it did go full release yesterday so I'm definitely going to get my hands on that this week too so I was going to say you haven't talked about that game in I know it's been it's three days, days we uh I'll get into it this week I'm for sure because <laughs> sure. I'm in their Discord, and they actually sent us a message telling us all the stuff they did, like through the devs, and they had the developers on there actually could actually ask some questions and stuff. So that was kind of cool. So they're really community open, like they really interact with the Discord a lot and ask everybody's feedback and and are continuing to make improvements to the game based on what the community wants that they think will work, which is really cool. But so next week I'll have more on it though. And that is it for me. So, what about you, Snickers? Well, I haven't really played much. I've been pretty busy. 
crystal stuff, but I played some Apex. Kind of surprised. And, uh, yeah. I mean, there's really not much to talk about. <laughs> but what, what do you think of the solo mode? Like, yeah. have you tried very much solo mode yet? Solo? Or? Well, yeah. I only played about three games solo. I got quite a few kills, actually, every single time I played, except for the very first game. They're pretty bad. But then uh, I got quite a few kills and the, the other games I played. And then we tried something else with a few friends. We started queuing up solo together at the uh-huh. same time. So we will be in the same game, in the same solo game, and we tried to work together. Uh-huh. I actually, it's kind of funny you bring up, I actually did run across an article about that today. Where they, Is that a thing now? Aware. Yes, because yeah. they said that people were teaming up to to get into wins and, and get through the game. So yeah, evidently it is a thing because I did see an article about it. Yeah, because we checked and uh, it, there was nothing about it. Two, it was two days ago. Was it yesterday or two days ago when we played when we did that? And there was still no official word on it. But apparently, yeah. Yeah, I think it was two days ago because I was at yeah. work. I was in yeah, so they, they are actually looking into that now. But yeah, we didn't really do much. We didn't win any games. The best we did is one of the guys finished second, Asian Hero, and then the rest of us just got slaughtered uh, way before that. It really, really didn't work out for us. What 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 got us was uh, campers. Yeah, like, like a Jesus lot of problem. people are camping in this game now. And sellers. And I wonder if they will continue on with this mode because they were kind of using it as a feedback, from my understanding. And I wonder if they're going to realize it's going to slow the game down and they're not going to, you know, like maybe make it a limited time mode and maybe just do it every once in a while. Yeah, I was kind of surprised they only did it for, what, two weeks? Yeah, Three because it's until the end of the month. Yeah, until the end of the month. But now I, I kind of understand why. It's it's exciting if you go and do a hot drop and you have a bunch of people to fight at the very beginning. But as soon as you kill those people or you move out of that area... There's really not much going on until the very end of the game. Or, or in my case, re <laughs> <laughs> Or just re because he got killed. Whatever, you know. Anyway, basically, if you get past the first round of enemies, the first the first encounter, that's pretty much it. Like, then you're just going to run around for, for But you're probably pretty well-kitted, too, when you see anybody. Because I'd notice... Like, the loot doesn't really seem to change. Like, the loot is still everywhere. So I feel like you, you could probably, if you can come out of Skull Town as one of the people that didn't die, I feel like you could come out there with, with all purple armor, oh, yeah, the absolutely. gun, and, and probably at least all blue attachments or a few purple. R99s, R301s, um, alternators with that attachment, the new hop-up, everywhere. Literally everywhere. Like, if you can survive the first wave of enemies... You you are set. You're gonna be. You're gonna be uh-huh. well equipped. Do you do you have a certain uh, kit that you like to run of like weapons, like a certain combinations? After this this new update, alternator with uh, I think it's called the structure round rounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. The, the new uh, hop up for it and peacekeeper. Cool. This is my peacekeeper with that with the hop up with. Have, have you tried? Have you tried? I think it's the Mozambique with the P twenty twenty. Uh, some kind of the the hop up that goes on that. I guess I was watching some streamers today. I was watching actually one of the, uh, 
uh, this play. And he, he really likes the P2020 with a hop-up on it. I can't remember what it does. It's like the hollow point round. P2020 is beast it. mode, dude. That gun is really fucking good with the hop-up. I've used it Just before. like alternator, yeah. Yeah, I think he was breaking their armor with a different yeah. gun and then using the P2020 and just shredding them. Like, just yeah, I think absolutely. it's accurate as fuck, dude. That gun is really good. Yep. Um, because there's no kickback on it. You just shoot like fucking straight like a laser. <laughs> and he was saying yep. that the R301 now has more recoil. I didn't notice it to myself. Yeah, I don't know if you'd noticed, but back in the day, before this update, all the R301s were picked up. So there were not too many R301s just laying around yeah. on the on the map when in open bins. Now you go through open bins, and there are R301s just sitting there, no ammo. Almost, you know, there's no ammo that it, it was taken. But the P2020 is a good gun. I also like the RE45, to be honest. This is like an, an automatic pistol or whatever. Yeah, it's really good. I always, if, I always run into the, like, I'll find, like, another gun that I like. I'll have, like, the alternator, and I'll have, like, the P2020 or the, you know, the 45. And then I'll find, like, an AR that I want. So then I got to, like, choose, you know, I'm like, what yeah. do I want to drop? Drop this uh, P2020 now or, and, and go with the... Uh, the R three hundred one or the the was it the R ninety nine? I know, like the R ninety nine. The R ninety nine is good. Yeah. It, it seems like the R ninety nine. It seems like the flat line to me. They've they've kind of like made it too recoily for me. Mm-hmm. They've done some changes to it where it doesn't feel like it used to. Before it felt more. I don't know. It just felt better to me in the past. I don't know nowadays. I feel like when I shoot that fucking thing, it goes everywhere. <laughs> So what the fuck? I can't, I can't aim for shit with this gun anymore. Yeah. Hey, Snickers, it doesn't have uh, auto assist on the controller anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Makes it hard for the console peeps. Yeah, you hear that? No, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> one thing I did, I did notice, too, is one of my achievements, I have to get 50 headshots with a uh, with a, the light machine gun, which is like the Devotion and the Spitfire. And I never find those things around. Like, are they pretty rare or... Because I, I can only very rarely find the Spitfire. What's our R99 and uh, R301? Are they uh, I think, assault, assault ARs? Yeah, I think they're under ARs. Like, uh, I was looking uh, at R99 it is under SMG, isn't it? I don't think so. It does feel like an SMG. Yeah, I mean, it feels like one, but it, but so does the alternator to me. But the uh, the light machine gun, when I, when I go into the uh, loadout, is literally the... Uh, the um, devotion, the split fire, and I think one other one I can't remember now. Devotion, but. split fire, yeah, those are the all the electric guns, right? The electric ammo ones. Energy. Ammo. I have really cool skins for those too. Spitfire fire isn't. Spit fire is the heavy. heavy ammo, but is it is a freaking SMG havoc. game now? Isn't it the havoc? OMG. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't have it open. Havoc now. is an LMG too, isn't it? That's that's LMG. the energy one. This, this thing only this Spitfire and Devotion is as LMGs. Maybe that's why I can't think of the third. Maybe it was only just those two when I was in the game looking at it. And that's, I have to get fifty headshots with those. To me, Spitfire feels like a you know heavy machine gun. It you know uses heavy rounds, shoots slow, and it has a huge mag. It, it doesn't feel like a, a light machine gun at all. Yeah, I I never got that feeling. Like, and even the skin I have, it feels like this big, really big gun. You know, like it's. Oh, the L Star is the. Oh, that's last right. Yep. Last I do remember seeing that. I never see the L Star though. So. The six hundred Spitfire, the Devotion, and the L. The L Star, the only come in care packages. That's why, man. 
Yeah. It's very rare. Like, I've seen, I think it was a gold Mozambique once. But I've never seen, like, an L-Star or, like, a, a Mastiff or any of those guns, like the Kraber. I haven't seen any of those, like, laying around. The gold guns, like, just laying around somewhere. I did run across. I found a yeah, gold right, P2020 today when I was playing around in solos. Yeah, like I said, I've, I found, like, a gold, like, regular gun. Like, a P2020 is, would be a regular gun. I think oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I found a gold Mozambique once. So, like I said, so that's the, a regular the, gun, right? Yeah, those come in those blue dots. So right before you jump, that you know all the, the high tier like loot zones. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the only difference between regular, you know, is those have all the gold attachments, right? Yes, it's already decked out with all the gold attachments, and there's only one gun for that area. That Kraber, dude. That thing. That that Kraber. I think is the Kraber, the triple take, and the longbow. They're so overpowered, man. As sniper rifles, especially that Kraber, dude. That Kraber's like two shots, and your armor's fucking done. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't have gold armor, you're fucked. <laughs> you get shot with that thing, dude. You're going down. Sure. It's ridiculous. I hate that fucking gun. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Anyways. Yeah. Apex. Anything else besides Apex? No. No, not at all. I mean, I, I tried VR. I, I visited yeah, Miami yeah, we can hit on last that. weekend. tried VR, and I did a little bit of Beat Saber. I sucked at it. I played, like, the very, very basic first song on the lowest level. And I failed a few times before I actually completed it. Mm. Um, it was fun. It's, it's, it's a fun game. I'm definitely going to try it because now I have uh, Cadillac's VR. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook it up tomorrow. And uh, I'm already downloading a bunch of games. I have the Hellblade, No Man's Sky, Project Cars 2, X-Plane 11, DCA, DCS World, World, which is a, a really good fighter jet uh, simulator. I have all those games to check out tomorrow. He he has a handful of games. I'm sure he'll probably give you a sign on. Um, he's got a couple of good ones in the Oculus Store. The Robo Recall, I would highly suggest. Um, I don't know if that's a Oculus exclusive or not, but it's actually made by Epic Games, yeah. and it's it, it's a pretty fun game. <laughs> I'm not gonna play it. Fuck that! I'm not gonna download it. <laughs> no, no building involved. Awesome. Yeah, so I did that, and then I played uh, Explain Eleven, which is a flight simulator. And, and so, how did it feel like? How does how does the movement go? Cause like I have noticed, like when I played No Man's Sky, like it was really pushing my 1070. And I don't know if you played because you were playing on my PC at the time. Like the the some of the movement didn't feel real smooth all the time. Like a No Man's Sky, it felt kind of janky sometimes. And a guy I actually talked to was saying that he has a 1070. I know it's pushing it 100. percent I'm just curious to see, you know, with your 1080 Ti, how much better, like, if it performs that much better. Well, yeah, I haven't played it on my system yet. I was just talking about when I played mm. it your, you know, on, on your computer. And um, the X-Plane 11, I don't know. People say it's, like, the, one of the best simulators out there as far as, like, a flight characteristic goes. But to me, it's a little too sensitive. Like, it makes the Cessna 172 responds to inputs way too much. It's way too sensitive if you compare it to real life. Like, 172 is really sluggish, actually. If you push on the yoke, it'll take a little bit before it reacts. And in this game, it just, like, any input you make, that thing just starts wobbling around. And it feels really, really unnatural. So... I don't know. It looks amazing. It looks just like the real thing. 
but the flight controls are are way off. I don't know. Maybe I can I can adjust the sensitivity on it. Maybe that will help a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play around with it. And, uh, John, don't, don't you have a flight stick and stuff? Are you gonna try to hook yeah, that up with it? That's, that's one of the things, things I'm gonna do. Yeah, I have the the yoke, the the, the rudder pedals, and the and the the, the throttle uh, quadrant. And I'm gonna mess around with that, so I don't have to use the um, VR controls to actually grab the yoke and and move it, move my hands in the air to uh, to make inputs on the on the yoke. I'm actually gonna use the the physical thing thing I can grab. Maybe that will help a little bit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, speaking of playing games, I know Jesus and I have talked about this a little bit. Uh, the new one that Microsoft has coming out. Um, oh yeah. I can't. It's not explained, but what was that, Jesus? Um, it's the flight simulator. Yeah, Microsoft. it's the flight simulator. Flight Microsoft simulator. flight simulator. Yeah. Uh, are you Are you looking forward to this or? Yes, oh, I'm actually looking games? forward to it. Yeah, because it has it has a great community. Because people have been playing that game ever since it first came out in 90, 1995. As people that have been playing that game pretty much since then. I mean, it's not the same game, of course. There have been multiple games, but people just kind of stick with the, with the Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator. So, um, I'm really looking forward to it, because I know it's 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 supposed to be a simulator, not a, not an arcade But it's coming simulator. to Xbox, so how did it yeah. yeah, I know. Hopefully, hopefully on, the, on the PC, they keep it a uh, a, f- a full-on simulator. Yeah, I'm I looking, hope they don't. They don't I'm simplify it too much. Too man, I, I actually am excited to play the game. I fucking love flying games, and yeah, we'll see how that goes. So it's coming out what next year? Yeah. Yeah, we showed up Definitely. in E3. I'm just not sure when it's coming out. They said next Definitely year. Definitely, we'll we'll be buying. I think it. it'll come out with the next console. I think it's a new one. Launch titles, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny that they're using. Uh, Flight simulator as a, as a as a selling point of a console. Well, no, they'll sell, they'll use that as a like a, just a, as an add-on. I mean, they're, oh, gonna, okay. they're gonna have like Halo and all those big games. Oh yeah, yeah, too. that's right. That makes, that makes more sense. Yeah, just to pad so, the yeah. list a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much all I've uh, all I played. Apex, hmm. mostly. So what level are you now in the season pass? Uh, I think I'm at thirty. Just slowly catching up to you, Mayo. Yeah, I figured I knew it wouldn't take long. Especially like I hit, like I said, I hit a brick wall, and I like when I get into this higher, uh, I guess I won't call it league or whatever. The matchmaking is so much harder now. Like my progression has stopped quite a bit, you know. And I still have to get, I think, a couple of the weeks I have like one or two missions I have to do, and I said the one is with the uh, the light machine guns and the and the headshots. Mm. So, but I'm trying to use the solo mode to you you know go down and get involved in fights and get some of those headshots with the OMGs if I can find them. So, yeah, this season pass seems pretty grindy. I'm like halfway. I think I'm at fifty. I think no, maybe like forty eight. So, okay. We'll see if I have enough time to get it all done or not, but that would, that would be our distracting me. It's just annoying that I have to drop to a certain area to open five bins or open six bins. Or yeah, I don't like those ones either. Half the time, I don't even, not even anywhere close to it. Yeah, it'd be some obscure, it'd be like run off or something like that, and you have to go open five and run off. And yeah, so it's kind of annoying, but I'll I'll get to it. I haven't really played the game. To do any of my challenges yet, or uh, actually live up to level pass, I'm just kind of playing to to try to win or just have fun with other people because uh, you know they're trying to win or they need help. 
I think I'm up to six or seven career wins now. I did get a carry the other night. I did, I did like zero damage, zero kills on a win. And the last the last team actually died in the zone. Like we were all getting amped up and we were taking position and kind of hunkering down and, and getting ready. I think we were at like a, uh, oh, one of those uh, like power plant. One that has kind of like a, a flat top and it's got the hole in the side and an angle and you kind of go down underneath. It's like a little like storage area, and you you can go you can drop down there, and it's you can fight it. But we were kind of holding one of those down and waiting for the last team to come us because we had we actually had circle on them. And next thing you know, it just pops up. It's like champion. <laughs> we were just kind of laughing. I don't think any of us even killed anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we just literally just won by by default almost. So that was probably the the funniest one I've ever had. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah, probably we, Jesus's team I was up against. He probably died in the zone. He just didn't tell us. He got lost. <laughs> he was running the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's one of the. I think what. Just one more thing about Apex, and then we can wrap it up and not talk about Apex ever again. One of my favorite up, updates, Apex, I think, is uh, the zone. The damage that does to you, uh-huh. especially later on in the game, because when the, when the game first released. And through the first few updates, it wasn't really doing much damage. So you would have people hiding in it for you know, a significant amount of time and just not really doing anything and then just jumping out of it and, uh, and pushing you. Now, you can't do that. A lot of times, you can't even heal yourself through it. Yeah, it should fuck it, you it, up, it, dude. It fucks you up. It takes, yeah. I don't know, I think it's like 40, later on, it takes 40 damage per second. Yeah, dude, like I, I was in the circle myself the other day <laughs> playing solos, and I was fighting this dude, and the thing is, I got caught in the circle, and I killed him, And but like I was trying to run into the circle, and I couldn't fucking heal myself, and I ended up dying to the circle because I couldn't heal myself fast enough to, to make it to the next circle, man. I just, you know what I mean? I literally yeah, missed it by a few feet. I was pissed. <laughs> but whatever. It fucking happens. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Apex, fuck EA, fuck Apex. I'm done <laughs> throwing shit around here. I don't care no more. <laughs> it so, is a great game, but if not, you don't care, not great, that. not great, not great. Charging us a hundred dollars for yeah. If you can, if you can Just overlook the little box, delete, delete all your saved account information off your Origin account, Jesus, and then put your <laughs> give your brother your wallet. So he. <laughs> You just let him to go up and do his thing, and then you can play Apex. All right, mm. you'll you'll fight that urge. <laughs> I've been playing Madden on the Origin launcher. Madden's pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Are you are you just... opening all the packs? Are you gonna be no, paying no, for the I'm packs? Playing, I'm playing the the story mode or whatever. That's all I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna play the Ultimate Team. Fuck that. Fucking packs. Oh, just next play. week. Screw, screw Madden. They wanted me to buy more packs. I needed this ultimate team. and I don't stand a chance against anybody unless I have the ultimate team. And $170. Right. And $170, I have a 50% chance of getting a team. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, I think it's news time, guys. News time! Let's go on to the news. Where's my sound effects? News time. Sound effects. Already right. News time! <laughs> Let's go to the news, people. Let's talk about some news this week. First news I want to talk about this week is Need for Speed Heat has been debuted by our friends over at fucking EA. Um, so, yeah, they released a new trailer for the new Need for Speed game coming out 
November 8th. This, this game is called Need for Speed Heat. Um, so it's pretty much, uh, they say that this game takes inspiration from uh, the very first Fast and the Furious, where it's cops versus street racers. During the daytime, you're going to be playing as a street racer who like is upgrading his car, going to car shows and magazine photos and all that shit. But during the nighttime, you're going to be taking on the role of street racer, illegally street racing your car, and the police, a rogue squadron of the police department of whatever city you're in, is going to be trying to arrest you and steal your cars so you don't want to get caught by them. I guess that's the story. Oh, fuck, mm. fuck. <laughs> Need for Speed. Speed. Woo! <laughs> Need for Speed. The, like I said, they're going to they're gonna charge you a microtransaction to buy the gas for your cars. One day and 16 hours $3 away. $3 per gallon. One day, 16 hours away from the gameplay reveal at Gamescom. So, Gamescom That's is coming out November 8th. Yeah, it's coming out November 8th. It's called Need for Speed Heat. Anyways. I don't know. I played I played the last one and it was just terrible. So the last one was pretty shit. Moving on here to more news. Let's go on to some Microsoft news. According to uh, 343 Industries... Tim Longo, who was previously the creative director on Halo 5, has now left 343 Industries as what Kotaku described as a leadership leadership shakeup at the studio that also includes a change in roles for executive producer Mary Olsen. Longo himself had reportedly moved to a new position at 343 a few weeks ago. Microsoft confirmed Longo's departure in a statement saying that, quote, Roles and responsibilities of various team members regularly evolve to meet the needs of a game throughout development, end quote. Oh, it also said, well, it also said, quote, We have recently had two changes to the Halo Infinite team development team. Our executive producer, Mary Olsen, will now take the charge of the campaign team on Halo Infinite as lead producer, utilizing her many years of experience at 343 to help craft a great campaign for fans. Additionally, Tim Longo has recently departed our team, and we are truly thankful for his many contributions to our games, our studio, and the Halo universe. We wish Tim nothing but the best in his future endeavors. The overall creative vision and production of the game remains led by Chris Lee, studio head of Halo Infinite. So yeah, pretty it says here that Longo joined 343 Industries back in 2013. He served as a creative director on Halo 5. Prior to that, he filled the same role at, Luke, at LucasArts uh, on the canceled first-person shooter Star Wars First Assault and served as the creative director on the 2013 Tomb Raider reboot at Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, yeah. 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 He's excited. I don't know what to say. Uh, uh, the only thing I can say is I've never played a single Halo game. What? Oh, my... F- <laughs> God damn it. Get this guy, guy off the show, here. man. Get this fucking guy <laughs> off the show already. He loves you're, stealing. You're, you're the, you're the minority damn, over here now. Jeez. What the fuck's going on here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> we just lost all our listeners. I just I just, just heard everyone turn off the podcast right now. Just We might as well just talk about whatever now because everyone just turned it off. Jesus Christ. I ruined it. Oh, man. We just lost every listener we had, man. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, did you... The fuck, you've you never played a Halo? Last Jesus. Last bit of that article, 
Did you see where it says he uh, he volunteered his services to help uh, create a video game called uh, Epping Do Something based on a, or it's just called Epping Do Something. It's based on a quick gag by a talk show host with Seth Meyers following the El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio shootings. Oh, and there's a link on there. Twitter. Fucking do something. Hey. It must be like a game about passing a law about gun control or something. Yeah, like and it shows a picture of the game, like the, the load screen, and it shows like like the, the White House, and this is called Epping Do Something. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, so, uh, since you never tried a Halo game, let's talk about this real quick, because it's fucking yeah. shocking revelation that I just got put on me. Are you interested in playing the Halo MCC collection or the Halo Master Chief collection coming to Steam this fall or winter? If it's on Steam, yes. Well, Microsoft already stated that they're going to release all their games on their Game Pass, which is available on Game Pass, on Windows 10 and on Steam. They've already said that they're committed to Steam, they've committed to Windows 10, they've committed to Game Pass. So, I mean, I mean, I can just get it on uh, on Game Pass. Really, I mean, if I you have the Game Pass, then it'll be on there. Yeah, because I already said that it'll be on the Game Pass. Yeah, so like that's that's actually all the Halos. You're gonna be able to play Halo one through five. So there you go. So, no more excuses. Wait a minute. Is that all multiplayer or is it single player? No, it's everything. All the multiplayer. It was yeah, really cool. Campaigns. What's really cool about it is that they bring all the multiplayer from all the games, and you can actually select like. I want to play the multiplayer of Halo One, and you just you get locked into the, those kind of lobbies. You can put, you can select like which lobbies you want to get locked into, or if you just want to be part of all of them, or some of the modes or whatever. Like it's pretty interesting how they did the MCC. Hmm. So yeah, that's coming over to uh, it's coming to PC this winter. Well, November. Everyone's thinking November, right before Christmas. But it's going to be fucking huge for PC gamers because they already said, like, yeah, we're coming to Steam, we're coming to the Game Pass, we're coming to Windows. So be ready. Yeah, that's sweet. I'm definitely interested because I've yeah. heard a lot about Halo. Fuck yeah, dude. And, like, I mean, if you get to, play, get to play all of them, for, if you already have Game Pass, fuck, why not? You know? Fuck yeah, it's an incredible thing. About Game Pass is fucking incredible. It's such a good deal. <laughs> so Microsoft is giving away their games. Just giving them away, people. Woo! Moving on to more news, then. Now that we fixed that Halo problem that we had earlier. Moving on to <laughs> more news. Uh, Forza 6 and all the DLC is going to be removed from sale in September, guys. Says here, Microsoft's two- 2015 Xbox One and PC racing game, Forza Motorsport 6, and all of its DLC is going to be removed from the digital storefronts on September 15th, the company has announced. Uh, developer Turn 10 Studios announced that the racing game will enter its end-of-life status that day. The game in this car packs expansion will, will no longer be available to buy digitally after that date. Those who already bought the game and or any of the DLC can continue to play it. Additionally, users can delete it from their hard drive and reinstall it at any point after the delist- delisting. Uh, says here, Forza 6 recently became free on Xbox One through Games with Gold, so now is a good time to pick up the raising game before it's no longer available on top of all that. All of the game's DLC has been put on sale for one bundle that you can buy for $5. Forza Motorsport 7 followed in 2017. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a bullshit article, but you know what? I need to go to Xbox and do that. Get my free games. <laughs> I, I hear Gunny's heart breaking. Doesn't he play a lot of Forza oh, 6? I know he likes the regular Forza. He does. Like. Fucking Gunny. <laughs> 
Good, he's gonna cry. <laughs> my force. Wonder why he's at a theme park having fun right now. Because when he comes home and finds out, he's gonna be yeah, crying. Yeah, he's heartbroken, guys. Guys don't know what gun he's going to go through when he sees a hears about this. <laughs> no, my force. Uh, that's crazy. So why is that getting removed? I don't know make why. Just making it free, if anything. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird. They're just kind of doing away with it completely. Like, well, it, why is, can't it, just it is free. Be... It's games with gold. Let me look at the. Let me look at the blog post. Okay. They got a blog post up, guys. Okay, so okay, so basically, if you have. Yeah. So it says here earlier this week. Yeah. So, starting August fifteenth, so a couple of days ago, Forza Six became part of the Xbox Live's games with gold. Um. No, they don't say. They don't give a reason why. They just say we're going to remove it. I'm wondering if it's some licensing to do with the cars that they have. Um, you know, and then you think that would affect the future versions. If it was a licensing issue, it would affect like all the versions of the games. Like, why would it only affect you know Forza Six? You know, why not Seven? And why not Horizons or any of that? If it's a licensing issue, yeah. how old is? Where's the six? 2015. Huh. Then it's old. Who the fuck cares? I mean, Gunny. Gunny. The only yeah. person. <laughs> Gunny. <laughs> this is the person who cares. <laughs> Anyways, fuck, where the fuck are the games with gold on the Xbox website? Jesus Christ, I can't find them. Games. Games home. Console games. There we go. Games with gold. I'm gonna, I'm gonna redeem my, my games, guys. Anyways, oh fuck! I need to read more news, huh? Mm, fuck. Get a free game. And more news. More Halo news. Halo Infinite will have AAA player investment experience that will include microtransactions. <laughs> a newly posted job ad at Halo Infinite Developer 343 Industries provides a clue into what to expect from the Xbox One and PC shooter as it relates to the live nature of the game. It says here Microsoft is hiring a live design lead who will come up with strategies to keep people engaged with Halo Infinite for a long time after release. This includes all manner of things from in and out of game progression, social media engagement, and seemingly through some kind of microtransaction strategy. One line in the job ad states that the candidate will design and deliver a, quote, AAA player investment, end quote, experience that includes microtransactions. Design and deliver a AAA focuses on our fans and their desire to express their passion for our franchise, including but not limited to microtransactions. Uh, it's no surprise that Halo Infinite will have microtransactions, blah, blah, blah. I mean... What do you guys think they're gonna bring? I think they're gonna bring skins to the, to the characters. Cosmetics, skins, probably, yeah. Gun skins, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Next thing you know, you're gonna you're gonna see uh, uh, the Halo collection on the EA's Origin store. Like, hey, hey buddies, we'll show you how to do it. To teach you how do they do these macro transaction things? Pros, nice. real pros. 
I just got Forza on my my shit on my list. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, anyways, um, but some PS4 news. Oh yeah, hold on. I'm telling you. These dudes with their freaking controllers. PS4 news. PlayStation 4 has announced they have more controllers to be unveiled. Uh, They're available to pre-order now. So, the controllers are the following colors. Electric purple. Titanium blue. (gasps) Rose gold. That's for my wife. And red camouflage. Dun, 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 dun. I thought we going to say red camouflage. All four controllers will arrive this September in the United States and Canada for a list price of $65. Dun, dun, dun. The controllers are also set for fall release in Europe and other regions as well. Um, so, yeah. yeah. That's not very exciting. No. And there's a uh, PlayStation Gold wireless headset coming out too, evidently. Yes, Gold Wireless headset. Uh, this new version is going to match the Rose Gold DualShock 4. Yeah. Hmm. So a pink headset, guys. There you go, Jesus. When you're streaming your uh, PlayStation, you can get yourself a pink headset with a pink controller. Fancy. Woo! So is the light up front, like on the front of the controller, a different color? No. The controller is still blue. It's just still blue. Oh. Those those lights actually can be different colors. You know that though, right? They don't yeah, just yeah. turn blue. They turn like red, green. I think they turn all different colors. Yeah, because I remember I played that. I got the PlayStation Four when it first came out, like on yeah. the on the night of the release, and yeah, I got the Killzone Killzone with it, and the the little light up front was actually reacting to my health level. Yeah, it changes like red, yeah. blue, green, purple. I was I was fucking blown away. <gasps> <gasps> the birth the of RGB. Whoa. So we have the PlayStation to, to blame for all this RGB craze, that's, Snickers. That's See, right. Jesus was talking to us about like all our RGB on our PCs. Stupid it's all lights. Sony's fault. Stupid lights on your PC. Well, speaking of lights on PC, uh, somebody has lights on their PC now, don't they? Some new lights on their keyboard, Oh, maybe? my keyboard. Yeah, I got a new keyboard, guys. Woo! More money into bullshit shit that I'll never fucking use. Yeah, more money being dumped into my bullshit hobby. (laughs) (laughs) They got a new Corsair. Mm, The new keyboard. What's it called again? Stripe, was it? Strafe, yeah. Mm. Mm, MK2. Mm, What is the sound box? RGB. Mm, Yeah, fuck you. All the RGB. How do you like the RGB stuff? It's all right. That's it? He, okay. he hasn't set up the profiles yet. You haven't set up profiles. I need to set right? up like something cool, like make it light up or do cool shit. I don't know how to do that. Um, I'll send you a link to a guy who does all kinds I mean, of profiles. I should have probably opened up the manual, which probably tells me exactly how to do that, but I don't have time for that. Yeah, it's really easy, actually. <laughs> Anyways, guys, moving on to more news. Let's talk about Epic Store. <laughs> Epic Game Store update is going to bring new Ooh. features. Uh, the Epic Game Store has rolled out a new update which introduced a few new features including the long-awaited cloud safe support. Finally. I actually noticed that today when I was playing uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Like, when I went to launch it, it was like syncing with the cloud. I was like, what the fuck? 
Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't think much of it. I thought it was always there. I didn't know it was an update. No, yeah, I see. I knew it didn't have that last time mm-hmm. I knew, and I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that it actually has it because to me it's kind of a must. Like, a, yeah, I remember when Steam had it. that, and it was mm-hmm. so nice because I uninstall and reinstall games all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm always moving around, or I don't play for a while, and this will save you know your save if you want to install it. When you come back to it eventually, your your save data is still there. there. The the Xbox does that amazingly well, dude. Like it just fucking does it. It just even like with cross games that you can play on PC on on the Xbox, you can literally like play on PC like Gears of War, turn it off, turn on your Xbox, and pick up right where you left off on your PC. Like it just syncs automatically all the time between the two. Uh, I think. Sony does it too, but they have a limit on their cloud saves. They have twenty gigabyte limit. Wow! If you if you go past the twenty gigs, they'll tell you like, "Hey, you have to delete something off your cloud." Like, delete something. That's a lot of cloud save. I mean, that's a lot of game save. Still though, eventually you're gonna hit that. If you've had the PS4 since launch and you played a lot of games, I could see you hitting that limit. Yeah, that's fucking games. Files are on it. Anyways, since your Epic Game Store users have been noticing for a while now that cloud saving has been in testing and in the blog post, Epic confirmed that 17 games on the store now have cloud saving enabled and adding that the list is going to grow over time. All the UB subtitles in the store already support cloud saves thanks to Uplay integration and any upcoming games that support cloud saves will have them enabled at launch. Uh, so what's new? Outside of cloud saves, the update will also bring keyless integration for Humble Bundle users. Now, if you link your Epic account with your Humble Bundle account, any purchases you make will automatically appear in your Epic library without the need to type in a redemption key. Epic has said that this is just one step in a larger plan to form partnerships with other highly reputable digital game sellers in order to establish an open ecosystem for players. Product pages have also been given a refresh, meaning more informative games descriptions and additional images and videos so you can get a better idea of what you're buying. As far as the future is concerned, Epic has said that, among other things, it's in the final stages of its new patch optimization for developers, which will reduce patch download sizes and therefore download times. As well as this, game libraries will soon have a new look, which will see more games displayed at once and allow for filtering and sorting for easier navigation. Uh, says her Epic Games does still have a long, longer-term roadmap with some more significant features and updates to come. A shopping cart and achievements are among the features that are still some months away. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a shopping cart in a couple shopping months. <laughs> Epic Store, best store. Woo! It only, only took a year to get us a shopping cart, people. Woo! I'm glad we make it a priority. <laughs> no one needs a shopping cart. Why, why do you need a shopping cart, Mayo? Why the fuck? Because I want to buy more than one game at once. Who cares? You can just click and click again. Yeah, you motherfucker. You. Hey, have you ever been to a, a website that sells something that doesn't have a shopping cart? Yeah, Epic. Besides the Epic Store. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, let me think Point. of something. Uh, I think I could make up my own website and probably have a shopping cart in it at least. <laughs> The Mayo store. <laughs> the Mayo store. Just, just all it is. The Mayo is shopping cart. And I have a shopping it's cart in the corner. just a shopping cart there. That's all it is. Yeah, he has one <laughs> item that he sells. Big jar of mayo. Let's move on to some more news. Xbox news. So, uh, Phil Spencer, our friend over <laughs> on Twitter, with his good ideas, uh, he says that it's all about giving players the best experience. That's right. 
At E3 2019, Microsoft gave the world its first taste of Project Scarlet, the next generation of Xbox. While the company didn't showcase the actual hardware, it did reveal some interesting insight into what we can expect from the console. We know it's a, it'll boast a solid-state drive, much like Sony's PlayStation 5, and will be approximately four times as powerful as the Xbox One X. That's a lot of power, people. Which currently has the distinction of being the most powerful system on the market. That's right. It says here, Project Scarlet's added horsepower will undoubtedly allow some developers to produce some of stunning titles, but visuals aren't the only aspect of gaming that Microsoft is looking to improve with this new console generation. As the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer told GameSpot in an exclusive in-depth interview following E3, making sure that games will run smoothly and load quickly will be a major focal point in the next generation. He said, quote, I think the area we really want to focus on next generation is frame rate and playability of games, ensuring that the games load incred incredibly fast, ensuring that the game is running at the highest frame possible, at highest frame rate possible. We're also the Windows company. So we see the work that goes on for PC and the work that developers are doing. People love 60 frames per second games. So getting games to run at 4K 60, it will be a real design goal for us. The thing that is interesting is the generation we really focus, this generation really focused on 4K visuals and how we bring both movies through 4K Blu-ray and video streaming. And with the Xbox One X allowing games to run at 4K visuals will make a really strong visual enhancement next generation. But playability is also probably the bigger focus for us this generation. How fast do games load? Do I feel like I can get into a game as fast as possible? And while it's playing, how does it feel? Does the game both look and feel like no other game that I've ever seen? That's our target. It says here that Microsoft isn't just looking toward the future with Project Scarlet either. The company also wants to ensure players that it will still have access to all of their older games as we move into a new generation of consoles. Whereas the PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch... Both forwent backwards compatibility. The Xbox One has built up an impressive library of backwards compatible games, encompassing some of the best offerings from the Xbox 360 and even the OG Xbox. Says here, Spencer stressed that Microsoft is maintaining its commitment to not only older titles, but also your existing controllers. So it says here, we really like the reception and use that we've seen through the Xbox One backwards compatibility program, making sure that all four generations of content, so the original Xbox games that run on your Xbox One today, the LG Xbox, the 360 games that run on your Xbox One, your Xbox One games, and the, the new generation games all run on the next platform is important to us. We want to respect the games that you've bought from us. We want to make sure that the generation can play with each other. So if you happen to adopt the next generation early, and somebody says back that if their games are on both platforms, you'll be able to cross-gen play. So that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. So it says here, another thing that will be a little bit new for us is the fact that we want to also respect the compatibility of the controllers that you already have. This generation, we came out with the Elite controller. We've done work on controllers, and people have invested in personalized controllers. The thing is, the things that they love, and we want to make those compatible with future generations of our console as well. So really the things that we brought from us, whether the games or the controllers that you're using, we want to make sure that those are feature compatible with the highest fidelity version of the console, blah, blah, blah. So pretty much the same controllers, games, etc. It's all going to be backwards compatible. That's pretty interesting. Um, also, he said Halo Infinite is a launch title for the new console in holiday 2020. Uh, so yeah. 
new Halo game, huh? Halo. Halo. I got to catch up on the old ones. Halo Infinite coming next year. Right, launch title. But that's the big selling point of uh, Xbox One or Project Scarlet, whatever they call it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we'll see the specs. I mean, I think the, the other selling points are going to be the better loading times, the Definitely. better performance. Graphics. I, uh, I actually got the chance to watch uh, St. Nicholas uh, streaming the other night. He was playing some Division, actually. And, you know, he was streaming off his Xbox. Did he have an X? Or does he have yes. a regular Xbox? Yes, X, I think. Okay. So, so I'm watching his stream. And, you know, like, remember when you would fast travel off of the map, like, to a different location? That took so long on that Xbox. I could not believe, like, I haven't, I've never like, played a whole lot on my Xbox, but the load times was so bad. I could not, I just couldn't believe it. Like, not just trying to sound like Master Race over here, but like, oh, I actually expected it to be better because, <laughs> like, we've had SSDs around for so long. But you gotta, you gotta realize so as, as the Xbox One X is an improved console over the original Xbox One and even the S. The thing is, though, the hard drive on the on the X is still an old hard drive, dude. It's one of those yeah. like, old seventy two hundred RPM, old school shit. Yeah, yeah. and well, I couldn't believe how slow it was. You you buy a console to keep your 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 costs low. You know, you can buy a cheap PC, uh, PC and keep your costs low, and then it's gonna take just as long as on an Xbox. But right, you you can you can shove a, an SSD in an Xbox, spend more money on it, and you know. I'm pretty sure. Can you? Yeah, I know we can do it on on the on the PlayStation. Well, you can plug external SSDs to it. I think. Oh, there you, you go. You yeah. may be even able to replace it, but I think that voids your warranty. <laughs> okay, so it's all about you know if you're willing to to go that extra extra step and, and put in. Yeah, money. I guess so. Yeah, I, I just noticed that was one glaring thing. I noticed he was he was actually trying to defeat a. Uh, I talked him in and trying to go and fight a hunter by himself. <laughs> and he, he didn't know how to get to the hunter mask, so yeah. I, I showed him the process of getting the one where you had to, to activate the one phone and run across yeah, and activate the other yeah. phone. And I bet him, I said, this thing's going to kill you. And he's like, no, nah, man, I'm a bad dude. And he was like, uh, you know, his uh, gear score is like 498 or something like yeah. that. And uh, I was kind of helping him, showing him how he can uh, modify his weapons to get that higher, too. But... Uh, He's like, I'm, no, man, I'm going to kill this guy you watch. I said, you, I, I bet you an Xbox <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we were kind of joking about it. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so he, he got it to spawn, and, and yeah, he, he, he died to it, unfortunately. <laughs> but, and then, so then he tried to go back there, and I'm like, he tried to do it again. Well, the phone isn't available, so you have to, like, log out of the game completely and reload the game. Oh, so he fuck. was like forget this he's like i want to do it next time with a team you know we get a team in there to do it i'm like yeah it's pretty rough the solo and i was telling him how you, how you and i jesus we did it and i just kind of had you hide to the hide the corner for a while i'm like here you activate the phone and i'll try to kill yeah. him <laughs> <You know? laughs> but nice. yeah i never did to go try to fight no but, but you're right the, the loading times on the console is ridiculous because every time i play uh sea of thieves i usually pay people on the xbox and every time I'm like, I'm on the island, guys. Where are you guys at? And they're like, we're, we're loading in, Jesus. I'm like, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like running around. They're like, just loot. the Like, the, my job as, as the PC gamer is to loot the island before they get there. And like, they'll take like a whole minute extra to load into the game. Jesus already has the treasure dug up and he's already carrying to the ship. <laughs> like, I think if I wanted to, I could really take off with the ship before everyone loaded in. And just like leave them on the island. Like, fuck you guys, I'm leaving, but no. Anyways. That's what you have to do. You have to get with Pinpoint and, uh, is it Mojo in those? 
And you have to get in and you guys all load in the game and just steal the shit right off the rip. And be <laughs> like... <laughs> Anyways, and guys. GFNG. Last piece of news that I have here. Let me send it to you guys real quick in the in the chat machines here. Let me send it. Chat machines. <laughs> Last piece of news that I have. It's the Fortnite coach who helped create a teenage millionaire. This oh. is an article that just came out. Uh, it says here, gamers around the world are preparing for the Fortnite Championship Series, which started the other day. Uh, it is the first competitive event, whatever, you know, there was $30 million, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, the guy who won is 16-year-old Kyle Buga Gearstorf, who won the title and is now $3 million richer. Uh, it says here, there's a guy who, who taught him how to play. <laughs> His name is Hugh Gilmore. And this guy is a Fortnite coach. That's right. And even though he's just a Fortnite coach, and maybe some of his players have won $3 million, (laughs) he's not actually rich himself. It says here that he only charges his clients a fixed fee of 120 pounds with no percentage of winnings at all. So, like, if I teach you and, and you win Mayo, you go and you win that fucking Apex Championship... And you get all the crowns, you don't have to give me anything, Mayo. That's pretty crazy, huh? That's I, wonder, crazy. I wonder how long some, it's going to be until somebody buys them and tries to lock them up and be like, all right, you're my permanent coach. And <laughs> says here that, uh, Why doesn't he just do it himself? It says here, I only turned from player to coach full-time in July. So I used the World Cup as an interest event, and it was an incredible moment for me, he told the BBC. I was at home watching the matches so closely, and even though it was my players who were making all that money, I was thinking, this is great for me too. It says here that Hugh lives with his parents in Kent, England, and was a competitive player himself, until he decided to make the switch after failing to qualify for the World Cup. Oh, so it looks like he was trying to qualify for the World Cup, he just didn't get in. So he was like, fuck it, I'll become coach. Says here, I got into Fortnite when it went really big back in March 2018. I was working at a gym. I started to play to a high standard, then casually helping others with tactics and tips. He says, once I went into coaching, I told everyone in my Fortnite community that I was available, and it went from there. Says here, Hughes coaching is all done through video chat on the gaming platform Discord. <laughs> he says he also helps. It says although he also helps with mental preparation, the bulk of his time and effort goes into analyzing matches and developing tactics. The battle royale style of Fortnite involves a hundred players being dropped into an island. Blah blah blah. Unless player standing wins. Um, so it says her Hugh says he spent eight hours a day on each of the eleven days leading up to the World Cup, collecting data and intelligence for his players on their opponents' likely movements. Hugh said, a lot of people look at Fortnite and think it is a cartoony video game for kids, but it's actually really complex and deep. It's an intense game with mechanical work, target practice, and looting. There's so much going on, you have to have a good early game setup with items and building materials. That's where a lot of my work goes. I watch back dozens and dozens of matches to find out which of my players' rivals are likely to get into the way or are likely to get in the way of a good early game setup. You don't want to bump into a you don't want to bump into a decent player early on, or get a loot spot too late to get the weapons. Says here his top five Fortnite tips, guys. Here we go. These are free. I'm not even charging you, you guys. Go, for this. Here we go. I'm gonna put these right. in Apex. 
<laughs> All right, get ready, man. We'll take notes, man. <laughs> this is your five tips. It says here, for tip number one, master your early landing route. Know when fights will take place and how you will have an advantage in them. Two, practice your mechanics as a warm-up every day. Aim, editing, and building drills. Three, have a dedicated practice schedule, set amounts of time that you can do every day with noticeable results. Number four, box fights. The most crucial part of the game is being able to fight while box to box next to another player. Practice these in creative mode against a friend and learn new strategies. And number five, use video on demand to watch your own games back and evaluate why you died and why, especially the sequence before. Also very useful is watching live streams of other professionals. Yep. Says here, Hugh showed the BBC a, a route map that he made for Buga, the winner of the World Cup. It shows the 16-year-old's preferred landing spot and route in the first few minutes of an average match and compares his plans with those of his opponents. Using this and other player statistics and behavior, Hugh was able to make plans and contingencies for how to beat certain players. He also developed specific techniques for how players could, for example, defend themselves in certain exposed areas on the map. Hugh also helped British 15-year-old Jaden... Wolfies, Ashman, and his partner Dave Rojo Jong to their eventual silver medal and $2.25 million winnings in the doubles competition. Rojo says the coaching was invaluable, quote, saying, quote, knowing where the other people were dropping and fine-tuning our own drop with rotation was so important. We made a few mistakes that got fixed before the tournament thanks to Destiny pointing them out. We would have most likely made those mistakes at the World Cup and not got to second place. Uh, <laughs> Rojo, like many Fortnite professionals, says that the coaching is now a big part of esports. Says here, coaching is, in my opinion, already one of the most important things in esports, whether it be video analytics, tactics, or mental coaching. It releases the weight from players' shoulders so they can focus on their own game. Damn, guys, I think we gotta we gotta become Fortnite coaches. <laughs> what do you think? You guys are down to become Fortnite coaches? I, I don't know if my help. I'll, I'll have my uh, my son become a Fortnite coach. Why don't you become a Fortnite coach? Become an Apex coach. Snickers. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, do I, that. I don't think you want my help. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> don't want your help. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got here? We got more I, news? But I may make you better by having to carry my dead weight. So I guess go. I could be coaching that way. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know, man. That's kind of crazy to me. What do you, I mean, how would you feel if you were this guy who coached these guys and like your one of your one of your people that you coach won the championship solos, and the other people you coach won second place in the duos? That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I that mean, was, I guess it's. You know, but they're still the ones in that situation. They're the ones still making the decisions. So I mean, yeah, you ha you do you do prepare them to make them able to to decipher that information. But but it's still the you know that player was still in New York, still in front of the crowd, still trying to do all this in front of a live audience and trying to do all that stuff too. So you you also have a lot of pressure there, and you have to be you know to perform in that pressure too. So yeah. Another news. Fortnite World Champion Kyle Buga Gearsdorf, 
who was swatted during a live stream. It says here, the teen who took home $3 million after winning the Fortnite World Cup last month was swatted while streaming the video game from his home. Kyle Buga, uh, who was 16, was nearing the end of a match in Fortnite Arena Trios when he suddenly abandoned his keyboard. Did he just leave the? Did he just leave mid-game? Another gamer could be heard asking. Off-camera, Gearstorf was heard speaking with his father, saying, "I've been swatted." So pretty much, this dude got swatted. It's fucking bullshit. In the UK, right? Yeah. Uh, here. No, I think he lives in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, PA. Yep. Yeah, he lives in the United States. The coach lived in the UK. Oh yeah, the coach was in the UK. Um, it says here that the reason that the, the swatting didn't get out of hand and like no one kicked in his fucking door or anything was because one of the police officers responding to the swatting call actually knew him. Like, they knew who he oh, was. Wow. Like, like, so the officer knew that, like, hey, this kid is a streamer. This kid just won the world, the world championship in Fortnite. He's a streamer. He's really popular right now. He's probably being swatted. So when the police went to the house... They asked the dad, like, hey, is there anything wrong? The dude was like, no. And they actually just, like, kind of, like, real quick checked the house. They didn't make a big deal out of it. They didn't, like, kick doors down or whatever. Um, so, all that good stuff. But, yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's now a federal offense to swat somebody. It actually. is, yeah. Not a joke. <laughs> you go to fucking prison for a long time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, especially after that one dude died, remember? A few years ago, mm -hmm. a couple years ago. He got shot uh, on this freaking... He got shot. Opening his door, right? Yeah. They shot him. Uh, yeah, so that dude got uh, 20 to 25 years in prison. Yeesh. The guy who... who not then swatted not worth it. Yeah, for what, man? For, for a joke? For fucking laughs? Whatever. The lols? Fucking dumbasses. That's something a Steam user would do. Oh. <laughs> Just fucking with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Just give me Damn. shit. Give me shit. Steam is alright. Steam is alright. I mean, Epic is better though. Anyways. Moving on to community questions. Let's leave questions for the community. Leave questions for us, I guess. You leave questions and, and whatever. Ooh. Community questions? Community First question, Mayo. Go. <laughs> oh, let's see. We have Brian Tulip Jr. Oh, that's um, an old question. Old oh, question. old questions, old questions. We got old questions. Old question. Uh, old questions. Uh, old, these are old questions. The fuck? Did you not put the new questions in? No, I did not put new questions in. <laughs> Mayo. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't what, we got this. What are you doing with your... Jesus, man. Oh, God. You're you pulling a gunny moment right now. Jesus. I didn't know I was doing questions. All right. So, are you, are you ready for questions? You're doing it all the all time. Right. Let me find the questions. All right. I got questions right here, man. You got the questions? Yes. Are you ready? All right. We're, we're posted in the group. We're all right. All right. Go. Go, man. You haven't posted... I'm just gonna read them all. So this is uh, first one from uh, Robinson Shannon. Uh, since they did Rocco's Modern Life, are we gonna get Cat Dog and Ah uh, Real Life Monsters back? Mm, we're not gonna get Cat Dog back. Cat Dog. 
No. But I, I would like Dexter's Laboratory to come back. Ooh. Dexter, yeah. Dexter's Lab. I'm old. This is all. This is all. I passed my time. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Dexter's Lab. What the hell did you watch? Yeah. Uh, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Jerry's still a thing, though. Like it's still yeah. going on today. You'd be surprised how many kids know Tom and Jerry. Uh, Smurfs, good stuff like that. My dog's right. into all that shit. Next question. Next question. All right. Next question. We got John Drome asking. Google search says that there are 1.2 billion PC gamers. Does that number sound correct? That's more than 10 times the number of Xbox and PlayStation gamers combined. I think that it's probably just... <laughs> what it probably did is... It's probably considering anyone who plays any game on a PC a gamer. And since every PC has like Solitaire and shit on it installed... And Minesweeper. And Minesweeper and all that shit. Like it probably considers a, a gaming PC, so... It's probably 1.2 billion. I would think that there's probably 1.2 billion computers out there that are PC Windows computers. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't think there's that many PC gamers, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know. What do you guys it's think? A lot, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Snickers. Oh, oh no, I was, just, I was just thinking about it. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a, but 1.2 billion? At the same time, pretty much every single one of Every single gamer I know from Europe, every single one of my friends in Europe is pretty much a PC gamer. I know Europe is not that big, and there are not really that many people in Europe, but still, PC gaming is really, really popular there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It seems like console gaming is more like a North American thing. It really is, yeah. Yeah. It really is. That's why Xbox is super popular here and shit. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say, though, that that number is probably considering some of those, like, how many people have computers? Fuck it. I guess technically they can all be PC gamers. Well, sure, yeah. You know, that's, that's a lot of people. 1.2 billion is a whole fucking shit ton of people. Yeah, that, that sounds kind of high. But, yeah, like you said, you're probably they're probably counting anybody that's played a PC game. or. Yeah. What about China? Isn't it blowing up there in China? Yeah, it is, but they're, they're also very regulated. China limits to like how many hours a day you can play, how many things you can play, how you can play. Even certain games. That's why they all use VPNs. <laughs> yeah. so they can get around it. <laughs> that's why when you were getting all the Chinese people playing on in PUBG, they wanted to, uh, people wanted to uh, region lock them. It wouldn't work because they're all using VPNs. Yeah. Playing on North American servers anyway. China number one. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> I would always say that shit. On there. China number one. <laughs> it all depends. Anyways, next question. All right, we got another one from John Jerome. He says, uh, "Finally signed up for Game Pass. Any must-play games besides the big name titles?" Um, I would like. To go with that answer that Brian Tobe Jr. gave, Kingdom Two Crowns is a good game. It's a little like strategy game. It goes from I still left need to, to give right. It try. Left to right, you're pretty much just building towers, and, and that's it. I mean, it's, it's a it's a little strategy tower defense game. It's it's simple, but it's so good to like 
Just drink beer and play that game. You can play that shit for... I could play it for hours. I don't know about you, but I can. Uh, and also Bomber Crew. Try Bomber Crew if it's still on. Oh, yeah. Try. You like... You drank Bomber Crew, Snickers? Yeah, I've I, I been a little bit. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that game is fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, Bomber Crew. Check it out. Anyways. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, Brian Tulip Jr. again. What's the dumbest warning label you have seen and thought, wow, someone did that, and that's why the warning label is needed? Uh, I couldn't even think any. So I just searched it real quick, and the first one I seen was a, a warning label that says, do not hold the wrong end of a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was a pretty good one. Hard to beat. Um, I don't know, man. When like I guess like coffee is hot, it's a pretty All stupid. McDonald's, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What else? I'm trying to look up stupid warning labels. I don't know, man. The chainsaw one is there a lot. Yeah, the chainsaw one is there a lot. I guess people really would use the the chainsaw. <laughs> Somehow that's happened when they've had to put that label on there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's one on here that says, I, I've never seen this before, but it says, it says it's a shirt tag, and it says 100% polyester, wash inside and out, and remove child before washing. Made oh, in wow. <laughs> yeah. Remove child. Five, so man. parenting advice for you over there, uh, Snickers, uh, remove the child before you wash the clothes. <laughs> yeah I don't know man that's it's probably the dumbest one I've ever heard of is that chainsaw one yeah. anyhow um, let's see what else we got here we have we have one from Nipron Nipron shout out to Nipron it says if you were held hostage and you were allowed to say or show one thing to social media, but can't say anything related to being a hostage. What would you say? Oh, so what's like anything related to being a hostage? Like saying "help me" is that being related to being a hostage? Probably, I'm saying he's probably saying if you can't say that you're in trouble and you have to like do like a cryptic message to somebody. Like like off the top of head, I thought of this for a second already. My first example for me would be maybe the word siege. Or Rainbow Six, be like Rainbow Six, because people wouldn't really pick up on what that means, you know. Like, I think literally nobody would pick up on that. People would think you're playing Rainbow Six Siege, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, playing real life Rainbow Six Rainbow, Siege. Get me. Mayo is really playing. He really likes that Rainbow Six Siege game. He's so there posting about it on. Just, just keep retweeting it over and over. Siege, Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six. <laughs> I, see, it couldn't be anything video game related for me because people would think that I'm just playing the fucking game. Uh-huh. That would be kind of like impossible. I don't know what I would do. Uh, it would have to be... You can't say help? Anyway? Uh, and this says here, it says, uh, he says you, but you can't say anything related to you being a hostage. So you can't say anything related to being a hostage. Can we sh- we show one thing? What, like, what do you mean show one thing? Like like a video clip? Uh, I mean, he did say you're allowed to say or show one thing to social media, but you can't say anything related to being a hostage. 
I'll show my hands tied up. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that related to being? Yeah, that's really, yeah, yeah, related. But I'm not saying uh, it. Well, I don't know. Snickers, maybe his hands were tied up often. Yeah, maybe. Uh oh. Some bondage action there. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's really a tough one. What do you say in a situation when you're in a hostage situation? You can't say it out loud. But you could post one thing. It's like, think about it. Like, okay, you're in a bank one day. And these guys kicking the fucking front doors. And they come in with guns shooting. And they tell everyone to get down. You have once, like, you have a few seconds to send something out on Facebook. You had Facebook open. You were, like, Facebooking or t- Twittering or whatever. While they were doing that. And you had a second to post something. But it couldn't be about any, like, hostage situation. So what would you post? I don't know. I don't know what I would post. It's kind of impossible. Probably just say help and then the attack the location that you're going to. Oh, man. That's the only thing I could think of is saying help me. I don't know. Because <laughs> like, anything else that I would post would be <laughs> Jesus is being stupid again. <laughs> Jesus is posting dumb shit again on Facebook. <laughs> Let him be, guys. <laughs> People would be laughing reactions at my Facebook posts. <laughs> they, they wouldn't believe you anyways, Jesus. Yeah. You would post something and nobody be, nobody would come yeah. running because they're like, there he goes again. Kind of like, uh, what was it, earlier this week? He messaged me like, hey, Mayo, Mayo, guess what? And I'm like, what? She's like, I sold my PC. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. And a little later on, you're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, no one would believe me. Would be like, Jesus is on his bullshit again. <laughs> Let's laugh react at this. <laughs> Some of your time to ask for help. Help me, guys. I'm dying. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I would post right. a, a quote it's that cool. says how much the ransom was. Like they said, we want a million dollars for your release. I'd be like, one million dollars. And they're going to think you're talking about your Ambers. Yeah, your people embers. Think, yeah, people would think I'm talking about something. So Jesus wants a million dollars again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Again? Yeah, I don't know, man. It would suck. Anyways. All right. I want to save the last Facebook one uh, for last. So I'm going to go over to Discord real quick over here. Mm. And on Discord, we have from Cadillacs. He says, podcast question, not for Canucks. He says, with everyone into 4K, HDR, and all that jazz, why isn't sound more popular? You have guys compared the sound of a sound bar versus a real receiver and speakers. I was blown away at how much speakers set up cost and sounded better. Well, speakers are always going to sound better than the sound bar. Pretty much, pretty much answers the question right there. He says yeah. it costs much more and yeah. it sounds way better. He's asking why it wasn't is important as graphics, I think, in gaming world, but like you said, it's cost, I think. It's cost, and it's, it's, it's pretty much... The thing with speakers, man, and with gaming, a lot of people don't want to hear your games. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a significant other or family or whatever in your house, and you're fucking gaming, and you're playing Battlefield or something, and there's explosions and helicopters, and fucking machine guns going off and fucking screaming and explosions and your your significant other your fucking kids any, anyone else in your fucking family doesn't want to hear that shit like put your fucking headset on what are you doing with that shit blaring all loud in your fucking house you know what I mean no one wants to hear it mm-hmm. I remember I remember I'm on a horrible awkward uh, podcast talking about that he says his neighbors probably 
love it when he's playing. I think he was talking about playing Call of Duty, and he has like big <laughs> audio set up, and he says it's super loud and yeah, just fucking explosions and guns. Ah, grenade out! Fucking, <laughs> you know, like, fucking screaming, <laughs> grenade out! Reload! I'm out! Fucking <laughs> kinds of shit. Like, what the fuck? No one wants to hear all that. Put your fucking yeah. headset on and shut up. And go over well, and play your games. It's a hard background noise, too. Like, my wife hates the sound of, like, gunfire. Like, if I'm watching a stream or something like that, like, say I'm watching you or, or Snickers yeah. play Apex, she, that, that, that that shooting noise is so, like, there. That it's Even though she's watching TV on her phone or whatever, and she's right there in the area, it uh, it's very noticeable. It's fucking loud as shit, dude. You know, no one wants to hear that, man. That's why. Yeah. Another thing is your microphone will pick it up and then, yeah. you know, feedback and people will hear what you can hear on your speakers. That's why yeah. headphones are so popular in gaming. Yeah. I pretty much can't live without them anymore. I'm pretty sure it, it just feels awkward anymore without without having my headphones, headphones on yeah, to, to play games now. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't feel right. Even I tried to actually play an Apex the other day. Without without my headphones on, just using my monitor speakers because my ultra wide has really good speakers, mm-hmm. and and it just yeah no, <laughs> Snickers <laughs> is right. It, even though it's really good audio, like it's just not nearly the same and not nearly as as good, I guess. Yeah, for me, speakers are more of like a movie thing. Movie thing. If for you're sure. watching a movie and you you really want like a good sound system for a movie, you know you wouldn't want to watch a movie with headphones on. It just feels weird, but like you would want to watch a movie with good speakers. It's just, for video games though, man, like I said, it's too, I don't know, it's too, like, people don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> it's too intrusive. I mean, there, there the can be CMs, and, you know, like, like I was showing kind of like my setup to Paul a little bit. Like, I have a, a like an external deck, which is a digital to analog converter, you know, and it's kind of like a little amplifier going to my headphones and help push them a little better, and it does, you can adjust the bass a little bit, and it is nice having an extra bass or, or trouble if you want it, or you want to cut back the base, but but yeah, definitely, I think it's more a movie thing. Mm-hmm. But last question here from uh, Brink over on Facebook, and Brink asks, he says, "Get your own damn questions. You're always taking ours." <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Brink, you motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out to Brink. He has weekends off now. He quit his old job for his new job, and now he's, he's working. I think he's working as FedEx driver now, FedEx delivery guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Brink. <sighs> yeah, he has weekends Maybe I'll get some now. game time in with Brink then on the weekends. Maybe, yeah. That's what he really, I think that's why he did it, because of the weekends off were, were a thing that he could get now and with this job. So, nice. Congratulations to him. And... Yeah, I think that's all we have for questions, right? Yes, that is it. Yeah, let's move on now and get with the show. We're done with the show. You can follow Twitter. Oh, real quick, guys. Real quick. I forgot to talk about this in the opening of the show. I should have brought it up in the opening. But Horrible what? Gamers Podcast has actually been listed as one of the best video game podcasts of 2019. Woo! Ooh, how about that? Very how nice. about that, Very guys? Mm, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we actually made a list. That's fucking surprising to me. That's like, like, like incredible. <laughs> Who made the list? You? I know. No, no. Uh, Player <laughs> FM. Player FM made the list. So we are right up there. We're number eleven. 
We're right up there with the giant bombs and yeah. the uh, IGN and. We're actually yeah we're listed right next to, the Game Scoop IGN podcast and the podcast Beyond or in between those two. But yeah, like right above us is, just Bombcast, uh, Beastcast, kind of funny games, and then below us it's like cheap ass gamer Polygon. Kotaku, kind of funny games daily, Rebel FM. A lot of podcasts got below us, so yeah, fuck yeah, we got woo listed on the list. Fuck yeah! So shout out to Player FM for listening to us as one of the best video game podcasts of 2019. Woo! Actually, was super hyped for that, dude. Yeah, and like, yeah, I was super hyped about that. I didn't, I didn't even notice that until uh, I think it was Crafty that brought it up, right? He was like, "Hey, you guys, yes, you yes, guys notice that you're on this list." And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, how much did Jesus pay for this? I'm like, I didn't pay shit for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, all right well, yeah. Even if I could, I wouldn't. You know, because there is things out there that people can pay for to get, like, listed on. And I've seen those where, like, you can go, like, there's a there's an award ceremony that they do every year where it's called, like, the Podcast Awards. <laughs> I think so it's called Podcast <laughs> Original. Awards. Yeah. And uh, you pretty much can, like, you could be listed as a podcast nominee for, like, an award. But so you pay, like, a registration fee to get on there. And then you have to fucking, like, get people to vote for you to get you on the list of nominees or whatever. And it's like, why why do I want to do that? Why would I want to pay for that? Like, just, if you think I'm that good, just fucking nominate me. You know what I mean? Don't make me pay for your registration or whatever. I don't even know how much the registration is. It probably isn't much. But I wouldn't pay it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't, didn't we receive that email from that one company that was trying to? Yeah, and there was another company to get promoted. Yeah, there was another company trying to get us to pay them to promote us, and then we were like, "No, like, um, no, I'm not gonna do that." You know what I mean? Why? Why would I pay you to promote me? I just fuck it, promote ourselves. You know, like fuck it, we we've been doing it lately. We've been doing it so far. There you go. And, and organic you know, growth, right? Mm-hmm. And get our listeners to promote us. Yeah, fuck yeah. So tell your friends, your grandma, make sure you tag up every bathroom you go to with HTP and then the horriblegamers.com. Be that everywhere. I didn't tell you to do that. That was just a joke. That was a joke. Start spamming all of our libraries of our multiplayer, you know, we our Apex group so we can start uh, uh, spamming oh, yeah. you know, our randoms. Dude, every single time we get in the game, have you heard of? Just fucking type in horriblegamers.com into the chat. <laughs> just don't even say anything else. Just that. Over and over and over. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I wanted to bring that up because that's it's pretty incredible, man. I really, I, I am humbled to be listed as one of the best video game podcasts of 2019. Um, it's been five years since we started this show and to be on a list like that is fucking incredible. I didn't think we would ever make a list like that, let alone be up there with like Giant Bomb and IGN and all that shit. Uh, so hell yeah! Thanks to all the listeners yes. for supporting us and, and getting us, you know, listed and noticed. You know, yeah. Anyways, you can find me on Steam as Jesus Walks Out on Epic Store as Jesus Walks Out on Xbox Jesus Walks Out on PlayStation GSUS Walks Out. I'll be playing some No Man's Sky this week again on the VR. I'll be on the creative mode so. If you want to play that bullshit ass story mode, I, I mean, I, just don't play with me, I guess. I, I don't have the patience for that <laughs> or, or the time. <laughs> um, I, well, how the fuck? What is the limit to the squad again? Is it four people per squad, Mayo? You can have. 
On which one? On No Man's Sky. I'm not sure. I haven't played anything on the multiplayer, so. Because I know I had Pen in my squad. I wonder if I can have, like, a lot of people in the squad. Because I know a lot of people have it on PS4. Dude, yeah, Leo, I've never even tried to play. I think this shit is crossplay with PC. We'll have to look into it and see if we can get paired oh, up. Oh, maybe we can get you in with us in your VR, and we'll be on PSVR, and then we'll have some more people join us. That'd be pretty badass. Yeah, that'd if be that works out, cool. I can pick it up too, since I have VR for a little bit. It's, yeah. it's on sale right now. Twenty nine ninety nine. You don't own the No Man's Sky Snickers? Oh, man. Yeah, I downloaded it, so I have it. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we've yeah. Got so a- you should be able to play it off my library Snickers. Uh, I know you're yeah, in yeah. the uh, Mayo Pass, so. Yeah, but I was just saying that if we're all you know trying to play together, I would have to buy it for myself. Right. The Probably game. Though. Yeah. So like, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's crossplay with PC on the PS4. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to figure it out, guys. Anyways, find me on there. Add me, people. Let's play games and tell your friends about the show. Support us. And uh, get ready for next month's giveaway, $50, going to our Patreon machine that gets picked. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea like when we're going to do that? Like uh, First week of September, I guess. First show September, you want to do it? Uh, how about the 14th? That's almost a month from the last run. Sure, 14th. Take the second, second Saturday of September. Second show of September, we'll be doing the drawing, people. Mm-hmm. $50 gift card this time around. And $50. a... Mm. Cyberpunk 2077 decal. Yeah, fuck yeah. Is that a a Steam gift card? Any kind Um, of gift card. It's a gift card of choice, actually. So uh, uh, we do have some people that are PS4 people and some Xbox people and some PC people. Switch people. Yeah. Yeah, and then Switch people even. So uh, a gift card of their video game platform of choice. You see that new Switch that people they are doing at GameStop, that new deal they're doing? You're trading your old Switch, right? You can get the new Switch, the Switch 2.0, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all the new Switch has is a better battery. But what they'll do is they'll give you 225 bucks for your old Switch as a trading credit. But it has to be traded in towards a new Switch. <laughs> so they're, they're, what GameStop is fucking smart. They're buying these people's Switches for like... You know, 225 bucks. They're going to turn around and sell them for 250 or whatever. Or more. Yeah, so they're, they're totally making their money off this shit. It's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> the birth of gaming stuff again. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, like the people are doing it. And personally, I don't see the, the benefit of the upgrade. You're, you're giving them your old Switch. You're getting 225 back, but you're still paying them 60 or 75 to get a new one. You're still losing but, 75 bucks. Yeah, but I think... I can't remember if it was Imes that posted that on Facebook, but uh, he was saying he was looking at buying some kind of way of extending his battery life, and if the new one has extended battery, so he would probably spend 50 to $75 to extend his battery of no his current way. Switch anyways. He'd buy a so. portable battery bank for 20 bucks. Yeah, and I don't know if that's what, like, he was looking at if it has to be something unique to the Switch, because you know how Switch and Nintendo can be, like, their stuff is very unique. Well, it's just a USB-C cord, I don't Okay, yeah. I think that it would just work with any battery bank as long as you're just fucking willing to carry a battery thing with you. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, whatever. That's up to you guys if you want to upgrade. Go do it on GameStop. Hmm. GameStop.com. 
Not, not an official sponsor of the horriblegamers.com. Not an official right. sponsor. Anyways, <laughs> where can we find you? <laughs> all right, yeah. You can find me on Steam, Origin, Xbox, all those as the Mayo One. And you're just going to find me on the Discord as the Mayo. That, that's probably the easiest place to get in to find me. Um, I'm pretty much there all the time, uh, posting on my phone, kind of watching on my phone. So the easiest way is to just download the Discord if you're on a PC. And if, you, if you're not on PC and you're on console and you want to get together on the Xbox event, um, the easiest way would probably still just to hit me up on Discord. You can download it to your phone, and it works just like the PC version. And it's pretty handy even on the phone, so you can just yeah, direct message me on there. Most on the phone. Yeah. And, and, oh, real quick. Speaking of consoles, Mayo, I want to give mm-hmm. a message to Ducky Toast. I think it's Ducky Toast. That's his game attack. <laughs> Ducky Please. Toast keeps messaging me when I'm playing Apex. Like, I get messages from, like, Windows. It's like, Ducky Toast has sent you an Xbox Live party invite. Ducky Toast has sent you an Xbox Live message. Ducky Toast <laughs> is asking you, are you playing Apex? Uh, Ducky Toast asked you, how do you like Apex? And I'm like... Ducky Toast, I really want to play with you, dude, but I'm playing on PC, and I think he's on Xbox, and he sees me, like, on, he probably sees me online on the Xbox dashboard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it shows me playing Apex Legends, so he's probably thinking I'm playing on fucking Xbox, but I'm not. I'm playing on PC, Ducky. Get it on PC, we'll play. Ducky Toast. Shout out to Ducky Toast. <laughs> I'm not talking to Ducky. Go ahead, Snickersnee. Go. Okay, well, you can find me at Snickersnee pretty much everywhere, except for uh, PlayStation, because I don't have an Xbox. I have a PlayStation 4, which I don't use, so I'm never going to mention that. But, just, yeah, the, the easiest way to, to uh, reach out to me is uh, message me on Discord. I'm just Snickersnee on Discord. I'm in the, in the Discord channel. Message me, tag me if you want to play Apex. I've played pretty much almost every single day for at least an hour. Sometimes two hours um, after 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So if you want to play some Apex, hit me up. All right, people. Woo! We're done. We're This is the shortest show in the last month. <laughs> Holy shit, we're done in three hours and ten minutes. This is the shortest Whoa. show ever. Woo! I think it must be Gunny's fault. Let's blame Gunny. Gunny. Gunny's over here with this. Oh, you guys see great, a selfie? Great American guy's drinking beer. Yeah. You by the pool. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm, I'm by the pool, guys. <laughs> Looks like he's in the pool. <laughs> he's in the pool drinking beer. <laughs> what are you doing, Gunny? Wearing his, his cow bear hat. What the fuck? And a Fallout shirt. What a nerd. What a fucking nerd. Look at this guy. He's a nerd, yeah. Gunny, Gunny is such a fucking old man nerd. That's a nice stash, though. He has a respect. He has respect. that Gunny has that cop stash. Mm-hmm. Like if I was to see Gunny on the street, <laughs> I think he's like an off-duty cop or something. You know, what I mean? like this guy's totally a fucking cop. <laughs> That's what he, he looks like a cop. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm Gunny. Mm, I'm Officer Gunny. Mm. I'll take you downtown. <laughs> Real downtown. Mm. That should have been his new uh, PSN uh, gamer tag. <laughs> Officer Gunny. Officer Gunny. Mm, yeah. <laughs> should have put a selfie of his face as the camera picture. 
Uh, we love you, Gunny. We miss you, everyone. Go find Gunny Chief. Gunny Chief on everything. Just go find him. Go find him. Go find him. Whatever. Anyways, I'm out of here. Thank you, Mayo. Thank you, Snicker Snee. Peace out, Brussels Sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. My neighbor probably hates me every week. I yell so loud. You do. <laughs> she probably fucking hates me. She's like, you fucking piece of shit with your peace out. She probably has time down. Like Every Saturday, this fucking idiot next door is going to yell peace out, Brussels Sprouts, sometime during the night. But you're an hour early tonight. So they're all confused. <laughs> so now she's really confused. She's like, what the fuck? Is it time for bed yet? He's yelling, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Sorry. <laughs> Is it time for me to go to bed? <laughs> Anyways, we're out of here, people. Goodbye. Bye. All right, guys. Peace out.